Blog Talk Radio. Sorry for the delay. I'm sure you were hearing that crappy music that Blog Talk likes to put out for you. But in case you forgot, Shakes Montana Mondays, go ahead and download that, the Shakedown Blog Talk Radio. Also, don't forget tomorrow, Debate Wednesdays, we're going to have, don't forget, bring your big boy voice. I say big boy. Bring your adult outside voice and bring your big I would say big brain thoughts, but whatever. You know what to do. Debate Wednesdays tomorrow, Black Freezy. Also, NBA, NFL, Fantasy News, anything and everything you want to know. LRP on Fantasy Thursdays. And, of course, Baki, BMF, Freestyles. Anything you want to know about hip-hop, the reality world, anything. And then also we could talk football, NBA, you know, baseball going underway, all that good shit, too. East out Fridays. Don't forget to look that up on Friday as well. Today is not your average. Tuesday is going to be a little different. Big Blue having a game yesterday is going to be – Big blue day. We're going to go a little bit over week eight. We're going to go a little bit over uh, some of the previews for week nine, but today is going to be mostly Big Blue Nation. Everything you guys want to say about your Monday night game uh, against the Chiefs, everything we got going on in your brains, who needs to go, who needs to stay, and all that good stuff. But first, like always, you know that intro. What about tomorrow? How for us to start winning is now, 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 now. At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. You got to run the ball. Stop the run, you run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. Early. And you got to pressure the passer. Wentang's in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, The Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants. Say Quan Barkley, aka the Golden Child. <laughs> the do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like I'm asking you for real. Really? Me. But do you know who he is? J Rock. J Rock. J Rock. You saying we going 16 and no, huh? I'm 16 and no, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You, you know, you just drive to the Messiah. Holding the one and only Shakes Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana. Actually, 
Nacho in the Box uh, is your host today on Nacho Average Tuesdays. We will get that fixed, ladies and gentlemen, uh, so you will know who will be uh, talking to you as soon as that intro gets out of here. Um, like I said, today is going to be a lot of week eight, uh, a little bit of week eight, and a lot of New York Giants. Uh, New York Giants having a Monday night game. Uh, most of their fans and, and, and that fan base not being able to get the frustrations or the positivity out on a Monday because they were waiting for their game, which happened last night. So, like I do always and every weekend, we will start with Thursday night, 24-21, the Green Bay Packers defeating the previously unde- undefeated Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Panthers defeating the Falcons, 19-13. to uh, This is starting, of course, in the Monday, uh, Sunday morning games. Uh, Dolphins uh, lose to the Bills, 26-11. 49ers beat the Bears, 33-22. Steelers handing the Browns another loss in the historic rivalry between them if you can call it that uh Steelers 15 Browns 10 Eagles putting a slack into the Lions 44 to 6 Tennessee pulling out an overtime win after Carson Wentz decides he wants to play football and not play football all at the same time 34 to 31 uh Bengals Jets 34 Bengals 31 we'll talk about that later uh Rams 38 uh Texans 22 everyone who had Rams 16 and a half I am so sorry. Um, uh, other than that, let's see here. Patriots, uh, seventh straight victory in a row against, the, I was going to say San Diego, but it was the San Diego. Now it's the L.A. Before when it was San Diego, now when it's L.A., they're still losing to New England, 27-24 uh, New England over the Chargers. Uh, Jacksonville uh, losing to Seattle, 31-7. We all saw that coming. Uh, and then, of course, the Broncos losing 17-10. to uh, Saints pulling off a miraculous victory i might say with the backup quarterback trevor simeon uh 36 27 over uh, the buccaneers saints defense obviously being tampa brady tampa uh, tampa brady uh tampa brady's kryptonite uh the numbers are they speak for themselves the vikings in sunday night football beating the are losing to the cowboys 20 to 16 uh cowboys a one loss team in the nfc along with the packers and the cardinals and the chiefs squeaking out a victory against the new york giants last night uh 20 to 17 we'll have a lot to get into that game a lot to talk about um you know for me uh, Thursday night, uh, like I say, we talk about Thursday night real quick and, and we get over it because usually we've talked about it at length on Friday, maybe even went over it again on Monday. We don't have to hear me gloat anymore. Uh, Thursday, uh, I mean, the Panthers and the Falcons, it, it was a much ado about nothing. I don't think anyone saw that game. Um, the Bills and the Dolphins, an interesting game. Uh, I think it was, you know, Early there at the end of the game, early as a, a, a real close game. Tua has the opportunity to take his team down and score a touchdown and keep the game close. He throws a pick, uh, hinges off the you know wheels fall off the wagon and the Bills take over. Uh, again, that game I think um, we anticipated that. I don't think I anticipated them two being so close in score um, so early again with them being I think it was a forty point blowout. Uh, with a shutout against the Dolphins last time they played, so um, you know, you kind of we kind of expected a little more from the Dolphins, but uh, they came and shut out for about you know two and a half quarters, uh, and then Bills took over. Uh, Niners and and Bears. I think Justin Fields needs to get far away from Chicago as he possibly can um, because they're turning him into a, a quintessential nobody. Uh, Steelers and Browns again, another game, whatever, whatever. Um, I think the game everyone really wants to talk about. Now, before we get into Big Blue is the Cincinnati Bengals and the Jets. Uh, Big, what is it, Mike White, you know, White Lightning, whatever they called him. Uh, I was listening to Pat McAfee this morning, and they called him that as well. So it's it's 
it's interesting when you sit here and, and look at this game because uh, it's back and forth. It wasn't as if um, Cincinnati blew a big lead or, or the New York Jets, you know, uh, were able to, uh, you know, sustain the lead through the whole game. It was back and forth. Cincinnati's defense giving up 400 and something yards to a, 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 a backup quarterback is, is astounding uh, considering the way that we as a, as a NFL fan base and as, as pundits sometimes, uh, analysts sometimes as well, uh, I don't think anyone anticipated this game being close or for new, or for the New York Jets to pull it off. Um, but uh, again, this is uh, another, another, um, what will we say? Another wrinkle in the, in the any given Sunday, because this is the same team that also went up a few weeks ago in week four and beat the Tennessee Titans by three points. 27-21, so in overtime. So the Jets, they've got some, uh, you know, some gall. They've got some cojones, so to speak. But, uh, uh, you know, they, these are probably the two wins that we look back and go, um, they played their hearts out, and they did everything for that 2-15 and 15 record. So um, kudos to them. Uh, I don't think this, you know, is anything to do about the Bengals um, or anything like that. Um, to me, I honestly would put this in the category of looking past. Uh, we haven't talked about that in a while, and, and a lot of teams have been really good on focusing on this week. But I think we can honestly say that this was a game that Cincinnati was smelling their own, you know, roses and felt that they can look past the New York Jets on the next week. Because if I am not mistaken, I believe the Cincinnati Bengals, and they do, they have a divisional game against the Browns coming into Cincinnati. I believe that they were just really focused on Cleveland coming into town next week uh, and didn't want and didn't want to have uh, and didn't really pay attention to the Jets, and that's when those type of things can sneak up on you uh, and get you for that one. So uh, down to the game that I think everyone has anticipated for, uh, what the two gentlemen on my line have been waiting for, um, the New York Giants uh, taking on the the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to uh, Arrowhead Stadium. I believe it's still called Arrowhead Stadium, even though there's a, a, a new owner of the actual stadium, but uh, that's neither here nor there at this time. Um, I, I will give a quick analysis of what I watched and what I watched was a, a Kansas City Chiefs defense uh, that really tried to give the game away for about 55 minutes uh, until they, they really decided to, you know, put the clamps on and, and, and try to, you know, get to the quarterback and, and, and have coverage uh, on the back end. And, and it was really uh, just astonishing to see a, a team that was, uh, you know, it's removed from a Super Bowl, two years from removed from a Super Bowl win. Um, the defense just looking so atrocious. That's exactly what I took away from this game was the Chiefs defense. There was a, a, a bunch of other things on the other side to take away from um, mismanagement, you know, the way the, the way the clock was handled on the Giants end towards the end of the game. Also, at the end of the half, there's a there's a there's a much to talk about. I'm sure a lot of these gentlemen that come on this line will 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 want to talk and handle these things. Um, that to me was the overlying issue, is that this Chiefs team wanted to lose this game defensively, and the Giants, for whatever reason, whether like what whatever the, these gentlemen come on to say, whatever it's going to be coaching issues, whether it's going to be execution by the players, whether it's going to be uh, stupid penalties at the wrong times. All those things, you know, might be true at the right time, but that, that Chiefs defense wanted to lose that game for 55, 56 minutes, and it wasn't until they needed a last play, a uh, last drive uh, to make a stop that they actually did anything defensively. So um, 
I'll leave it at that. Uh, we will start with the first gentleman who called in. He is a, a he was on the line before any of us were on the line. I'll tell you that. Um, Dan C., uh, a man of few words, a man who likes to hang in the background, listen to us talk. And then, of course, the excellent feedback he sends us all, either through DMs or in the chat, is just amazing. Dan C., your thoughts from the game. I knew, I know you were kind of drinking the Kool-Aid. Um, the Chiefs defense looked like they wanted to lose it. What are your big thoughts from the game before we get on to the fellas that just joined us as well? Yeah, just uh, it's bad, man. Top down, just a bad organization. Bad. bad uh, sorry for some background noise. I'm out working, but I'm gonna keep it simple. It needed to happen. We needed to lose. Um, we had a chance to win the game, but that's because Kansas City is not Kansas City anymore. And how, and how we know Daniel Jones isn't the answer is because when he came out there with a minute 07 or a minute 15, whatever it was, after Joe Judge debacle on the time management and you know his headsets weren't working but I'm sure we'll get into that too but but the feeling you had when he's out there to go drive down and win the game and as you said against a defense that hasn't really shown us much all they had was Spags you knew he's going to dial up the blitz if you know anything about Giants history and Spagnola that's what he's going to do and that's what they did and just the feeling you know Giants fans like what did you have and what was that feeling a minute 15, and it's not like we had to drive the field and get a touchdown. We had to drive probably, I'm going to be generous and say 40 yards to get a, to get a, a tie, a tying field goal. Um, we all knew we were dead in the water. We all knew it wasn't going to happen. And it came to fruition, which you're right. I was on, I was on the bandwagon a little bit. It's hard not to be on a game day, especially when you wait till Monday, but it was good that it happened because now the pressure is on, on the whole organization. And, you know, you get on Twitter and people are saying, be patient. You can't just blow it up every two years, which I understand that. You can't blow it up every two years. But when we never really blew it up to begin with, you know, you got to blow it all up. You can't just bring in a different coach, bring in a GM that had ties to the building. You got to change the philosophy and join the new current NFL. And hopefully they do that. I doubt they will. So we'll be in purgatory for the foreseeable future. That's all I got right now. Dancy, the um <clears throat> sorry about that. Dancy, thank you very much for that. I you can hear it in his voice, you can hear it. If you listened yesterday, again, Shanks Montana Mondays, you can go download that episode, check it out for yourself. If you do want to call in nine one four two zero five five seven nine six, you can just listen to us talk or you can push that one and say what's on your mind. Anything. Gentlemen. Either chosen one, LRP. Um, LRP just hopped up in here. Uh, I will start with either chosen one. You've been sitting there for a minute. Um, I know there's a lot to get into. Um, we can start with a bunch of stuff, but I'm just going to start with what I was talking about at the beginning, which was the Chiefs' defense. We can get into more of the of the Giants and and, and those things as soon as more more people get up in here, and, and we can start having those conversations. But the inability maybe for your offense to take advantage of the fact that the Chiefs are not the Chiefs anymore and that defense just seems to be really bad, which I anticipated it to happen. Um, Ten and a half was disrespectful to the Giants um, and not even respecting uh, what they had seen for the past seven weeks from the Chiefs defense. So um, 
tell me how you feel about it. Like I said, the Chiefs felt like felt like the Chiefs defense wanted to lose that game for 55 minutes. Um, let it all out if you want to, if you want to stick on that and just kind of keep with that, whatever you want. Ian, the floor is yours. Peace to the guards, peace to the herbs. Y'all know what time peace. it is. The chosen one from the Bronx. This is not your average Tuesdays, 914-205-5796 is the number to call in. Stats and facts is what this day is about, and that's what I always bring to the table on this day. The question being, the Chiefs defense wanted to lose that game. How did we not take advantage of that, and what did we do to squander that, and what was the reasons behind it? Today I'm going to say this statement right now so nobody gets on this phone and starts the competitive conversation with me. I'm here for stats and facts. America, if you want to hear stats and facts, not opinions and thoughts, today is the day for you to listen to me. I am going to answer every single question with, first I'm going to start off with the facts to this question, and then I will get into the stats of it later on. Horrible clock management, check. Lack of discipline, check. Especially on fourth down, conservative decision-making, check. The end. Nobody wanted to go after that? Okay, I'll keep going. So, again, that is the reason why the New York football giants lost the game. Horrible. Oh, I got a whole lot to say. I just Last didn't want to step over Nacho. You know, Nacho, you slap your hands yeah. if you get out of line and shit. Okay. Well, brother, you may go because I'm going to go crazy when we start just freestyling and ad living. Floor is yours, brother. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, and, and, and real quick, LRP. Oh, sorry, I got my. Secondary up loud. Sorry for the echo, gentlemen. Um, here's what we'll do, LRP. We will. It seems there's nobody else on the line right now. I need to handle some uh, inhalation problem I have right now. Y'all know what that means. Um, so we're gonna give you the absolute floor right now, LRP. Um, the question to you, based why did the Chiefs want to lose this game and the Giants not want to win it is the quick overall question. After that, your soliloquy, your monologue is up, and I will be listening and I will be taking care of that as well. Excuse me, take care of that, and then we will get to E as well, and then as soon as these other callers get up in here, we will also get into that. But the, the the overall question, I think, is 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 a big one, and it's one that I really need answered. It's why for 55 minutes a Chiefs defense was letting you win the game or take over the game, and you wouldn't for whatever reason. And I already know my man LRP's answer, but I want to hear it. And then after that, yeah. I want your full soliloquy and monologue of the game, and then we'll move on to E after that. Well, the Chiefs right now are in a – identity, who they were and who they want to be or continue to be and what teams have now studied up on them. So their problem is different, in my view. 
You know what I'm saying? Their problem is more, and forgive the little ding, 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 but deal with it for right now. Just think of it as a primetime fight about to start. And the dude that rings the bell just had a conniption. He's going into convulsions, but now he's, he's straight now. So, all right, back to what I was saying. They have an identity, you know, type thing I think they're dealing with. As far as Pat Mahomes, still wanting to be Pat Mahomes. You know, um, a lot of their offensive schemes, you know, maybe they got a Bill, uh, Bellamy or Bellamy type issue as far as, like, how he's structuring things up. And even the defense, you know what I mean? The defense is not is not all the way there. And why the Chiefs kept wanting to, they didn't want to, but it's what they've been doing. And this is the first year that they've kind of hit a brick wall on some of the things that they've been successful on in years past. So they're going to need probably, you know what I mean, another year to like, okay, and then they run it high off the Super Bowl and, you know, everybody's kind of superstars. Chiefs is where it's where, you know, the Chiefs is where, it's, where it was, where it is to be. You know what I mean? So that's what that is. The Giants had, I mean, I would have much rather us been blown out. And I'm going to go back real quick because I asked this question several weeks ago. And as fate will have it, here we are full circle actually answering my question in real time. So, and for the fans that remember, I said, would you rather be blown out? Or would you rather have a whole bunch of competitive close games? You know what I mean? Just to show because we've been so bad for so long and non-competitive, you know what I'm saying? I thought that I had this feeling like maybe if we look better in a losing effort, I will feel better about this team. Well, shoot, egg on my face because no, no, I don't want to. I don't want this. I don't want this because – I didn't drink the Kool-Aid, but as the game was going, Kool-Aid started to insert itself in me. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, wait a minute. It's like, it's 14 seconds in the third quarter. Against the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Venom was coming. You know what I mean? It was like, I want to eat people now. Right. And I was so I was like I was not, I was in I was involved I was involved and as in just in Giants fashion man just a complete disconnect from what you say to what we see you know what I'm saying it's night and day from what you say to what we see just like a husband saying I ain't gonna cheat on you no more but the next uh-huh. night. You see Instagram right. photos with titties in his mouth at the strip club. Like, I thought you said, I was like, well, baby, you just got to know that what I say may not always what I do, you know? So, what, man, I'm, I'm living more so on the structural, the strategic parts of the game. You know what I'm saying? There's so many levels to this. So many levels to this. And All right. The so- dude, I'm out the way. No, 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 no. I don't want you to stop. I don't want you to stop, brother. Pause. I want to get into the levels because that's all I mentioned. I answered his question with the facts. But there is levels to this. There's three levels to our frustration right now. 
and I'm not letting you get off this phone or not letting the people know without telling them the truth. We're going to talk the truth today. We always talk the truth. But today we're going to talk the absolute truth. And I know you will do it with me because your emotions won't mislead you into a personal feeling without giving the people what's necessary. I've taken my emotions out of this. That's the reason why you guys can hear me clearly without that hard bass and raspiness going through the airwaves. I'm taking my emotions out of this because I'm going to give the people what's necessary. So here we go, LRP. We're going to talk about the horrible clock management first, okay? You just said it's like a husband cheating on his wife, and then you see him Urban Myron. Yeah, Urban Myron. You see him Urban, Urban Myron. Myron. Exactly. Myron, Urban Myron. This is what I'm talking about. So let's talk about our head coach and what he did in this game with the clock management. I don't have to get into the exact plays because every Giants fan who watched this game that was up to see this debacle knows what I'm talking about, and I don't want to re-aggravate or trigger the trauma that was seen. My job is not to, you know, give you PTSD. My job is to give you the facts. It's clock management. When you're ready, I'll throw you the alley-oop. Totally, totally horrible, abysmal, disrespectful. You put your players in the worst situation possible, and you took away the chance of winning in your face out of the three. Twice. Twice, E. Come Twice. On. At halftime time, time and at the end of the game, bro. I'm like, yo, Come on. why wouldn't you want – and Dan C is right. I knew that we were dead in the water with a minute 13. It was actually a minute and 31. We had a minute and 31 when we could have had the full two minutes. You know what I'm saying? He had one timeout left. Well, he had two. He had two timeouts left. You would have right. been able to use the daggone two-minute warning, and you, would have, you wouldn't have had no timeouts after that. So even with that, you still you you're putting a, minute, a lot on we Garrett. We would have had about a minute and 50 on the clock. We would have had a minute and 50, right? There was no sense of urgency with that's coaching. You know what I'm saying? Anybody would have seen Steve, uh, was it, uh, Curl, Pete Curl, any other coach, any other coach would have said, what are y'all doing? Speed up, speed up. On the ball, on the ball, on the ball. Nobody And, and let's talk about it. Let me, let me just give the people the assessment because some people may be lost if they didn't see the game visually. What LRP is explaining, ladies and gentlemen, is with about a minute and 55 to 75 seconds, 57 seconds left. In the first half, the New York Giants received the football and had no sense of urgency. Joe Judge decides to take timeouts before the half. We received the ball back. We were actually going to be able to have the ball with two timeouts instead of one, and he has no sense of urgency, ladies and gentlemen. No sense to march down the field. No sense to march to even go for a field goal. He has no sense of urgency. He let 50 seconds click off the clock before he actually got his first pass off 
from Daniel Jones. No running back to the huddle, no nothing. Now, the reason why he did this is because of the over-conservative football he had in his mind and played on the road and knew he was receiving the second-half kickoff. So meaning it's coming out of halftime, we were receiving the ball. Ladies and gentlemen, so, guess what happened when we received the ball in the second half on the first set of – on our first drive? LRP, you want to tell them or you want me to finish? It was a three and out. It was mm-hmm. a three and out. It was a three and out. Right, but it let me be clear to the fans out. real quick. I knew we were going to lose this game. Okay, so this the yellingness, if I'm yelling or if I'm passionate or whatever, that's not because I'm upset because we lost. We were two and five coming into it. And we were playing against the Chiefs, Chiefs in Arrowhead. So make no mistake about it. I'm not upset that we lost. I'm upset that we found a new way to lose. That's what I'm upset about. We found another them. way, a new way to lose. And that's what I can't for, bro. I can't stand for that. Because that, that okay. hurts the hell out of me. You're not supposed to. Let's finish talking about this clock management. Because I want to go into... Joe Judge, when he said this, are you guys ready? After the game, Joe Judge let it be known, ladies and gentlemen, that the headsets were messed up in the game, okay? And he said this and made a statement to the NFL themselves. He said, I would say this, whoever is in charge of it, I don't know the exact answer. I don't know if it comes from the league or us exactly, but they better fix it fast. Judge said, that is it. The NFL released a statement, ladies and gentlemen, where they let it be known at 4 o'clock in 31, 4.31 p.m. today, the NFL has found, has not found any issues with the Giants headset during last night's game. The NFL coaches use a Bose Soundcom B30 headset for wireless sideline communication. The company advertises the headset on its website for $849.95. That's just a headset, one of them. This statement, of course, does not align with what Judge said after the game, particularly when he stressed that he personally has experienced headset issues during all eight games this season. That was the NFL statement. So they're saying what anyone would ever say. You're lying. Hey, hey, just to play off your guys' cheating analogy, he basically pulled the shaggy card and was like, hey, wasn't me. Yeah, wasn't me. Right. Like, like even if that – then you know what, Dan? See, like, the part that makes it so mind-boggling, it suggests that you need a headset to call a timeout or, or an, an operable headset to call a timeout. You don't. There's a hand signal for it. There's a hand signal for it. Let me jump in on that. First of all, he Mm -hmm. acting like you got to put up a whole bat signal Mm -hmm. for a timeout. Coaches physically follow refs down the sideline. They will run up on a ref with the heart, with the quickness. Let that have been a whole different situation where we had one timeout in the bag and we had, we was in field goal range. I bet you he would have found a way, them headsets would have been working perfectly fine. He would have tossed them off and found a way to get to them reps. So stop To be, it. To be fair, 
to be fair, I think he's saying he called the timeout because he couldn't get the play in because of the headset. He's blaming yes, wasting the timeout that's on not getting the call. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, he said, yeah, I was trying yeah, to get the plays in. That's mm-hmm. what he said. I was trying he to said. get a play in. We've been experiencing all year, and for some reason, we weren't able to communicate that. So, therefore, we have had this. Okay. We're having problems with the headset. The NFL, let it be known, you've not been having problems at all. These are almost $1,000 a piece, and there's a reason mm-hmm. for them, and you're the only one talking about this when nobody else has a problem. So we're going to let it be known you're lying. Of course, and, and, and thank you, gentlemen, for all that. That was an amazing uh, few uh, amazing minutes there. We also have another caller, and I'll get him in in just a second and get his all opinions. Uh, I want to get to that before my brain loses it all. I think the the, the thing about all of that is, um, if, if, if I am going to work every day and every day there is the same problem, and I know it's going to be the same problem, whatever the problem is, whatever it is, whatever it may be at my work. And, and, and I know every day at three o'clock, this problem is going to present itself, whatever the problem is going to present every day, three o'clock on the dot without, without, without prejudice It's three o'clock. Then every day I'm going to try to figure out that when this happens, even though it can be fixable by upper management, even though it may be fixable by plugging in the right thing or, or putting in the right password or doing something, even though it may be fixable by someone else, and it may not happen today, but it's been happening every day, I'm going to prepare myself for that event happening the next day so that if it does happen, I will be prepared for it. So in the event that in these late-game situations where I know I may not be able to get a play call in, let's prepare hand signals for when I have two or three, maybe four or five plays. It's going to be at the end of the game. They're going to be throwaway hand signals. They're going to be something you've got to change every single week because of, of, of you know the way there's 80 million cameras and everybody catches everything. They're going to know what's going on. I get that. But – you have to have some kind of preparation and preparing for something, especially if every single game this year it's happened, and not once have you had have you had any kind of hey let's see and maybe the I know that they're a thousand dollars a piece, but hey this will be the first time that an expensive piece of machinery has gone wrong, right? But those okay fine it's not going to happen this week, but in the event it does. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. The headsets are, are going to be irrelevant for this part of time. We're going to have these signals. You're going to be able to you know, talk to the re- receiver. They're going to run out. We're going to switch, whatever, something. That just boggles my mind that at the highest level, you can't – something that's been happening repeatedly every single week that you just said, you have not been prepared for. Now we're eight weeks in, and you still don't know how to handle it. That just really boggles well, my mind. J-Rock, sir. Um, my bad. Sorry, that's Gabby. how you know it's a lie. That's how yes, you know it's a yes. lie, because the, 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 the cover-up is know. always worse than the crime. You know what I mean? And, and guess what, Dancy? The NFL wasn't having none of that. You're no, going to no, bring exactly. us into this as a whole entire organization. We're going we're gonna to blow it up and let you know, not just mm-hmm. tonight, Julio, but in all eight games, you're lying. It's mm-hmm. you. We've, we, we've checked tonight, and we've checked the previous seven games. And I think the, the craziest thing is that, I, I want I, I have scoured a little bit. I haven't scoured enough. This is the only person complaining about headset problems. So, um, J Rock, sir. Before you introduce J Rock, my bad, J Rock. I'm gonna let, 
He was on defense. The, the team was on defense at, at the end of the, at, on the end of the um, at halftime. You were on defense. So and even before then, you were on defense. So you're saying you don't have a defense to call a single. You don't have a single caller for defense. So just food for thought. But go ahead. Exactly. Um, peace, Rock, peace, sir. Peace. Sorry for uh, the delay. Your soliloquy, your monologue, the game last night, and the game where the Chiefs defense for 56 minutes wanted to give you the game. You never wanted to take it. Your thoughts, your insults, your critiques, the greatest commission of all time. The floor is yours. Yeah, him. Got you now, sir. All right, all right. Something wrong with my headset. Um, nothing happened that I didn't expect to happen. I expected the Giants to lose, and they did exactly that. Now my gripe is with Joe Judge and his line. Disgusted with him. I said at the beginning of the season that dude was a fraud, and he every game he uh, proves my point. He has no idea what he's doing. Should have been fired two games ago, but Giants don't do that. So we'll see what happens, man. Week after week after week of fuckery from this coach. Real quick, J-Rock, he's getting <laughs> side-eyed, too, by his own teammates. There was a couple of times where, because they playing to him and Jason Garrett a lot, and they were doing that on purpose because they know that these bastards are on the hot seat. And there was a couple of times where, dude, I don't know his name, He's probably one of those healthy scratch people that we have that we always do. But he was sad eyeing the mess out of Judd. Because sitting up there bloviating, yelling at the officials, becoming an enemy. Now everybody likes you, and hence the reason why you got some terrible calls against you because you're out there sitting up there yelling at daggone people and acting like they got to go make your sandwich. So you need to shut up sometimes. Mm. But when that happened, they scanned to him, bro, and he looked at – players was looking at him in disgust, man. It was, it, it was bad. So, so real quick, there's um, there's a lot to unravel in this game, and I, and, and thank you every single person uh, that, that said what they need to say. There's a moment in this game I want to talk that is not um, offensively or defensively, but is special teams. Um, there is a, a punt late in the game. It is a shank punt, I believe. It doesn't go very far. It's on the – if you're looking at the game from the TV, it's the closest to you. So they're going left to right. It would be the right side of the field for the punter. Um, a New York Giants player runs out of bounds and is the first person to touch it in bounce, and we all know that is illegal touching um, without, uh, I think it's without gaining in bounds or something like that. Oh, going out of bounds or whatever. He's going to the sideline, and... And those situations himself inbound. Yes, exactly. 
Excuse me, I had to cough there. Um, yes, he didn't establish himself back in the He's the first person to touch it. We all know the rule. He's going to the sideline to his head coach, who was a special teams coach. And instead of going, and you can read his lips. I mean, we all did. We all watched it. And, and instead of him saying, hey, man, you got to be able to make sure you, you got you to you get in bounds first before you, you know, hey, we'll get him next time. Hey, did you touch it? Did you run out of bounds? Did you run out of bounds? Did you run out of bounds? Then you touched it. Yeah, throws his hands up. Yeah, you were the first one. Illegal touching. And then he starts cussing and he starts running. He starts walking back and forth. I do that. I used to do that to my child when they did something that I have taught them to do and they mess up. And I do that to a child. You, You don't do that to grown men, professional athletes. And that's also not the relationship I want my head coach and my players to have. You you can get mad and yell at me all you want in practice because cameras aren't allowed, and a lot of that and a lot of that's not going to be seen. So you want to get get on me at practice because that happened? That's fine. One, you got to present yourself to me, and, and you got to just say, you know what, we'll get them next time. It's okay, um, you know. What I just did to get us in that position to punt is much worse than you, you know, running out of bounds and getting an illegal touching call on that play. So, you know, hey, we'll get him next time. I told you, we, you know, you know, okay, good. All right, we good. Get a water. See you next time. Like, that's how that interaction should have went. It shouldn't have pissed off parent at their kid for eating too much candy on Halloween night. It It, it, was, it was too much of a – you should have known better attitude when it should have been, we'll get them next time. I understand, you know, it's in the heat of the moment. It's a close game or whatever. But the the things that you have done as a head coach in the last 50, 40 minutes of this game totally outweigh what this young player just did Egregious. one time. So, so, just, just, so, just, so just let that, yeah, uh, exactly. So just let that just go. And, and yeah. to me, that, and, that speaks and volumes. Go ahead. And to sit there, Nacho, and and you is absolutely right. I know exactly what you're talking about. He's yelling at Tay Crowder. I remember the play very vividly. And he was standing there waiting on him so he can say that he was right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Illegal testing. That was illegal testing. That was illegal testing. We all know what the fucking rule is, dude. And he made the mistake of making it. But at the same time, like, you don't see the loudest dude in the room turns out to be the biggest bitch. Like, what the hell are you sitting up there yelling and screaming and acting all crazy for just because you're youthful? You got another coach on the other side. These dudes, the Super Bowl winning champs, their expectation and their talent level is way higher, and they're playing way below. You don't see him blowing a fucking gasket. You know what I'm saying? Why do, why, why do you think that that works after all these games? You out there yelling every goddamn, nobody's responding to that. All you getting is side eyes, bro. When you sit there and you put your chin in your neck like you've been doing, I don't know where that come from, but that's new. You know what I'm saying? Looking all whatever. When bullshit. Yeah, he put his chin in his neck looking at and then raise his eyes up like he's fucking male librarian or something. Like, all you doing when you turn around? Your players is looking at you like, yo, who the fuck is this dude? Timmy Toughnuts. Timmy Toughnuts. Shouts out to Dan Olowski for coming up with that shit. 
That's amazing. Yeah. You tell me tough okay. that's for real. Now, this is when LRP, the mental health and psychological aspect of the game kick in. Mm-hmm. If I can take the heat off myself by zoning in on one dude and making it seem like he is the worst or has done worse mm-hmm. than I have to voice my frustration towards him and misplace, not anger, because you ain't angry at that point, you just stupid. So the misplaced idiocy on this kid, for knowing I've been fucking up this whole game, and he is the scapegoat for my fuck-ups, because that's all he put on TV, on camera. He didn't fool any of us with. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Exactly. He fooled those of you that don't know the game, that only saw, oh, yeah, judge is going to chew him out for that. That's an authoritarian, but not authoritative. It's a difference. We know it's exactly. He's a judge, that's yes, in the fraud. <laughs> and and, and 914-205-5796, the voice you heard uh, before I could so eloquently introduce uh, one of my fellow brethren, OG Steve, is here with us. Um, like everyone else, I would like to ask you the question of how come it seemed as if a Chiefs defense wanted to lose for 55 minutes and the Giants would not want to take a stranglehold of it? And your soliloquy monologue on your thoughts, critiques, anything on the game from last night. Uh, OG Steve, the floor is yours. An apology for getting a little ahead of myself. Unfortunately, I got on a little late, so I got a little bit excited. So no disrespect. Um, Peace to everybody. Uh, Man, listen, you know, (laughs) we definitely played, you know, listen, that's the worst thing we could have done is go out there and and beat ourselves. I mean, it was terrible all the way around. Unfortunately, I'm throwing the towel in on Joe Judge. He's more than disappointed me, not only with his coaching and his worst talk management in the world. I will go ahead and say that this man decided that he saw McCarthy getting all kinds of credit for calling timeout during the game and getting the defense man, and I really believe he wanted to try to look like he was being fucking smart because he, he was calling timeouts. We had no business calling timeouts. I mean, Garrett, the play call speaks for itself, fam, but I'm done with Judge, man. This man sat up there when the motherfucking reporters asked him about why he's calling fucking timeouts. He want to blame it on the fucking headphones, then refused to give the name of the person in charge of it. No respect. So my pressure is down. You know, I'm, you know, my pressure is down, thank goodness, man, because my unfortunately my expectations have been even lower. So... I don't know what the fuck we were thinking out there. Uh, you know, it's nice to see the defense try to give us a chance. But like you said, this man, you know, he's had us all fooled. Behind, he's just a podium, podium pimp. Other than everything else, man, he just sold us a bag of goods. I mean, he said he was going to come here, oh, make sure we weren't a team that was beating ourselves. We would be disciplined. Or he's done none of that shit. Him, motherfucking Gettleman, Garrett. They all need to get the fuck on. So, so all I'm got, man. You know, I'm just appreciate y'all letting me chime in. I'm gonna sit back, man, and try to get in where I fit in. But I, I'm just, I'm done. I ain't got no more words for these motherfuckers. None. Mm. And again, if you want to do the same thing and get get you, get your voice out and then sit back and relax and listen, to everybody, nine one four two zero five five seven nine six. Hit the one. You'll jump up to the top of the list. And I'll let you up in here. Um, 
this is where we would usually cut to a good friend of ours who's pretty good at fantasy, and um, we would, you know, go over those scores. But without that today, um, unless he comes in a little late here, um, this is this is what 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 I would like to do. Um, we don't usually talk about Giants football a lot uh, on Tuesdays because it being either a day or or two days after you guys just played and you know and sometimes it's five days if you play on Thursday excuse me had another cough there um don't worry nothing crazy I just smoke too much um uh the the well your ad libbing is on point though you know <laughs> I feel like that shit coming you be like blue like it <laughs> um so as we continue to uh, talk about the Giants today um, and go a little more in-depth into this game as much people don't want to, um, because I know the big picture is why I think a lot of people believe the L's are piling up. Um, the X's and O's can be critiqued. Some things and some players could be maybe shuffled around or, or added to to maybe get the um, – Get get you know get get closer to a W, but I understand that the overall uh, consensus is that um, the coaching is the problem. And I with, think it's evident, Nacho. I think it's so glaring, and I'm so glad that the rest of the country is caught up because I've been saying this shit since preseason and last mm-hmm. year. I'm just so glad because it is the freaking coaching. It is the absolute, I mean, how many wide receiver screens do you have in the box, bro, that you pull out at the worst times, at the worst times? And I tell you, they scan the him. Tell me how many people saw that dude's lips put together in a frown position. Mm-hmm. Shane, right before that third down play, right before that yeah. third down play, they scanned the him, and they showed his face. I said, this is about to be a shameful-ass play. I said that shit on my couch. I said it to my had to myself on the couch. I said, whatever this is, it's about to be a shameful ass play because his face tells me so. And L-O-B. I knew it. I got, and- I got my confirmation, listen to me, from Lewis Riddick himself. He said last night, quote, unquote, you can't throw stick plays in on the road when you guys are in the position to grab this game by the reins and stomp the life out of the Chiefs. The Chiefs do not seem like they understand the magnitude of this game and their season. The Giants have a chance to give breathe life into themselves and win this game if they stop the stick plays. And here we go. Two plays later to Sterling Shepard. On a third and two, um, third and four, excuse me, he runs two yards, a four-step drop. Ladies and gentlemen, I know y'all don't know this, so let me educate you. A four-step drop is when a wide receiver goes up the field, he takes four steps, and he goes towards the sideline. It's a four-step drop. He ran a four-step drop on an eight-step play. Lewis Riddick said it's a 40-year-old play. You're not fooling anyone with a 40-year-old play. I'm confused. 
I don't understand. It's a horrible job by Jason Garrett to call that play. Thank you. you Amen. Yo. Because on the other on the other telecast, Manning was saying the same thing. Both Manning brothers, Peyton and Eli, and Eli even said it himself, which was brilliant. You can't you can't run a two two yard route in that position. And they both was very sarcastic. Strahan absolutely went in on him. It was brilliant. It was exposed last night. Everyone was talking about it. Mara needs to do something. Even with the loss that we all expected. But like I said, it was a new way. That was a new way last night. And it was based off of your coaching. Your coaching and your staff. So yeah, I've got some construction in the background going on in the house a little bit. So if you hear some of that, uh, that's what that's going on. Um, the 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 um, I was gonna get into a futures look at this team, um, the games coming up, but but I think a a point was brought up here, and I have to cough. Sorry, the coughing. Sorry. Um, to me again, Dan C said it earlier in his in his opening. Um, the fact that they did lose national TV, it, you you didn't want it as a fan. You don't want to root for your team to lose, even though you know losing will losing is going to be more positive to the results that you want than winning will be. You find a way to win the game last night, and. I don't think LRP's opinion changes. I don't think either chosen one opinion changes. I don't think anyone's opinion changes about that game last night, with the exception of Daniel Jones's and your opinion on him for having a minute and seven going down and scoring the game-winning touchdown. That is the only opinion <laughs> that will change in that game. That's oh, the only that opinion that would change. Last... If that happens, nothing else changes for the opinion and I think that's the best thing to happen because on a national TV stage everyone was exposed not Daniel Jones not the offensive line not the defensive line not the players on the field the head coach the offensive coordinator the defensive coordinator and the owner were all exposed and everybody today from I wake up and and East Coast starts at 3 a.m. my time from 3 Mm a.m. until right now has been how bad the Giants team is run. Not the players, because they know injuries, because they know that the players that they do have can actually do something. They have been talking about the coaching staff and the owner not being able to do their jobs. And I think that's the best thing that came out of a loss, and that's gooder, gooder, best for the Giants franchise and the Giants fan base, because Mars got to do something now. You have to. And, you don't. And, 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 and you know what? Go ahead. Nacho, don't count on uh, oh, man, you about to fit. Yo, this is he's, something he's, that his ego is time, from man. Us. It's too early, bro. Yo. That's what I was talking to Brother E about earlier. I was saying, you he's you not right. on a pride, you know, t- time scale right now. And look, it no matter what yep. they're thinking, they they worrying about how it looks because we done went through three coaches in the last four years, four and a half, five years at this point. They just keep getting it wrong. So we, the and question it, and, is, how and, long are they going to ride? You're going to keep going. 
No, 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 no. They're going to keep I'm, – I'm answering both questions at the same time. And I love the fact that you said that, OG, right before I was about to come in. That is, that is the most important part of what we're seeing on the field. He displayed it last night, meaning as Joe Judge, trying to make it seem like he was going to true, true uh, Crowder and Elijah Penny out when you had already made susceptible mistakes to put us in the position to have to come back and be all that we can be and try to make America believe there was somewhat of a decent team on the road, right? You didn't change anybody's opinion, as Nacho said, and Nacho, the best part about what you said and OG said is, guess what? I'm here to tell you, nothing is going to happen. Zip, zitch, zero. Stingy with De Niro. Nothing is going to happen because that offense was fireable last week, and it didn't happen. It was more offensive last night, and it should have been something done about it this morning. These are the type of GMs, I'm sorry, owners that in this league care about the fans winning the organization, I, and presentation of things than just keeping guys who are expendable. We do not know how. We will never endure. We won't. We all came into this year thinking, man, we got all these coaches. We got ex-head coaches. We got all these fucking coaches on the payroll. And this is what the fuck we get? Bro, all these fucking coaches? But, OG, we already said it's no excuse, remember? We said you got 22 twos in the clip. You got 22 twos in the clip. It is no excuse. You got all these assistants to the assistants, all these administrative positions to the administrator. You got dudes sleeping while some dudes in the way. Because he can't coach. That's why the fuck we got a million people, because he can't coach. Come on. Come on now. Come on. Damn well. He can't coach. But it also. So, you know, he came here talking talked a good motherfucking game, but the reality is we we got hoodwinked, man. So when the fuck are we going to make this shit and move the fuck on? Because we all going to have to suffer as big brief for life. Mara, Mara will not do that. Mm-hmm. Mara will Again, you also have to look, and, and, and sorry, we'll get back to, to that point here in a moment, and you also have to look at the, 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 the picture, and the, I think the bigger picture is is we always talk about this being a doggy dog world and the way that um, you – the, the way that – you want you want to advance in this in this in, in this industry, and we're not talking about a, a bench player to a starter, but we're talking about a ball boy to a head coach, uh, 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 you know, uh, the, a water girl, a water boy to a GM, you know, guys who have been in the league who who want to do that, and you have a plethora of number twos, and the number ones continue to fuck up, and none of them are talking in the ear like, yo, I can do a better job than they can. I can do this better than they can do it. We can start winning games with me at this. Hey, I've done it. I've been here. That's why you brought me here. I'm a I'm an ex head coach. Now let me go ahead and be a, 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 a now be your offensive coordinator. Now be your defensive coordinator. Now take over as interim head coach for the for the rest of the year to see if we can do it. I think that paints a bigger picture to me that you have enough guys on your roster at those positions that if you wanted to release someone, you could have someone step in that position and no one in the media at all would go, that guy's inexperienced. That guy doesn't know what he's doing. He does, they all have experience at a head coach position at, at, at some of them at offensive coordinator position, the defense, they have all been around this league enough to where 
you get rid of one, you can advance someone, and it's not as if you're bringing, you know, Johnny come lately with some with some no name, and he's twenty some years old, straight out the the equipment room. You're bringing someone with some experience, and and I think the fact that no one won is 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 pining to take the job from someone because they're all friends. It seems like, and two, no, that the upper management point, isn't trying isn't trying to isn't trying to move guys out. It says a lot to me as if uh, uh, complacency is just fine with them. And and Mara's statement of I'm tired of explaining to my friends on how, why my team is bad was a throwaway statement. And he's not tired of telling his friends how big his bank account is because there's no way you say that and still put up this production and have and don't do anything about it as an owner. Let me let me let me give you, let me let me just say this. You're exactly, you're exactly right, man. If you know, but the here's why Judge ain't gonna move nobody. Because number one, we ran, we retired motherfucking football players this year. Remember that shit, okay? Don't forget that shit. We retired some motherfuckers, okay? So now these other coaches around him are still hoping to do big things. I just really feel like he ain't gonna find nobody because he don't want nobody else talking, leaving here talking about what a fucking idiot he is. He has to be humble around those other coaches. They all decide eyeing him at the same time. But I, I just really feel like he doesn't really feel like he is standing on strong enough legs to to make any changes. Because the last thing he does is when a coach leaving here talking about how he ain't doing shit and all this other shit anyhow. So I just really feel like, man, he knows he ain't shit. The gig is almost up. The question is, when will it finally be up? But... Yeah, this dude, he has no credibility. He has no, you know, he's not sure, sure of himself to even make any changes, man. I don't think he knows he's a fraud. You know, maybe that's going a little bit too far, but I just don't really feel like he has the confidence enough to fire any coaches. Apparently because not even a wholesale shit. You know what I'm saying? We lose him motherfucking miserably. If he had any balls at all, for real, for real, he would have been fired somebody, even if they didn't even deserve to be fired. Somebody would be a motherfucking fall guy if he was really that damn sure of himself. But he clearly is not. Now, you exactly. let me know, because I'm just saying, you mm. can't be the top motherfucking dog on the motherfucking hill and ain't find nobody for this shit. That tells me you know you ain't shit. Exactly. And uh, I, I, everyone hold your brakes, hold your horses. You know, what is it, uh, stop? Drop and roll if you're on fire, because uh, we have some heat in the kitchen. I know a voice that everyone has been dying to hurt. Heard, Jesus, I was trying really good to get that out perfectly, but whatever. Uh, a voice everyone has been trying to hear since we've started. I know I have been. I've been at the edge of my seat, not only because I'm big and the seat's small, but I have been waiting for this man, Shakes Montana. I'm not going to ask any questions. The floor is yours. Soliloquy monologue time is all yours, my friend. Take over. I think you got yourself muted, Chicks. No, I know I did. Okay. I'm going to have to wait for Pete. We're going to have to wait for it. <laughs> 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 oh, um, you know, I'm so sick of this fucking shit, man. Like, I'm tired of us shooting ourselves in the foot, man. Good enough to win these games, we can't win. That's been the mantra of the season. And, yeah, I would love to come on these airwaves and 
gloat about how I'm whipping everybody ass in fantasy, because I am. But that is not the day for that. And I wish it was, because I really do want to gloat. But today is a day for seriousness, man. This shit is real. And what is real is I do not understand how do you get to these moments and situations and you fuck yourself up? You have opportunities to win all year long, all season, not just this game. And like I said, I'll probably exclude the Cowboys game. But all season long, we have opportunities to win this game or win these games, and yet we find ways to lose. Now, I got a couple, a little few gripes, just a few. What the Rams game? Well, yeah, the Rams game too was kind of a little nice, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, here's my thing: the shooting yourself in the foot. Suspect number one: Elijah Penny. People are like, why? Why why Elijah Penny? Why? Why are you focusing on him, number one? Because two and five, that's your record. This is you. And the year before that was a losing record. And the year before that. So you have no right to sit there and talk in anybody's fucking face. Because you got a fucking first down, son. Why are you sitting there putting your hand in somebody's face and saying first down and talking shit when you're two and fucking five? You fucking idiot. You should go on to the locker room and say, I'm fucking sorry for that stupidity because that was just dumb. You ain't make no fucking pro bowls, idiot. Suspect number two. Suspect number two. We could end the game right here and there. Game done over set. Julian Love. No, no, no. My bad. Sorry. Even though Julian Love had an interception in this game. But my bad. My son, Darnay Holmes, catches the interception, which had us in field goal range to win the fucking game. But yet, O'Shane Exemmons, you want to jump the snap in this situation? You fucking idiot! Are you stupid or dumb? It's five years old! You make it to the pros and you get paid millions and you do 
you don't deserve to win the game when you do stupid shit like that. Played a fucking great game. Played these motherfuckers up to par, and y'all throw these fucking games away every fucking week. It's stupid. And last, last person, and I'm not going against them, but this shit needs to stop. Stop staring down the receivers, you stupid asshole. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Steven, even the fucking comedian seen the shit. Stop staring down the fucking receivers, stupid. You're a quarterback in the National Football League. These shits right here is the reason why you don't win football games. And coach, the reason why we don't win football games, you don't got the motherfuckers prepared enough to not do stupidity shit like that. I'm waiting a long time to get that. Okay, give me a minute. I'm sorry. Somebody's background was a little hectic, and I did not want to overstep on yours. Shake, so I'm unmuting everybody right now. Everyone got it. Everyone, you like, you, you already know. Everybody got it. Um, so everyone's back now. Um, look. Thank you. Thank you for. Look, I've heard. I've heard. Every single person. Um, and I think it goes from the somberest of lows to what we just heard from shakes at the highest of highs and in anger and disappointment and all the other words that you could talk about it. And I think that we've all just come to this conclusion and that it it's, it's so high up that we are all insane at this point because we know the answer and we keep saying it, but we keep expecting the answer to be taken seriously by someone who doesn't take the answer seriously in John Mars. So uh, it, it, it is, it has come to a point in, in NFL fan bases and I'm, and I'm extremely happy again, not for the loss, but for the fact that it was on national TV and hopefully that can help push John Mayer off the edge maybe even possibly to step into the step in step onto the ledge um because things need to change from a level that a head coach and a, an assistant head coach and an assistant to the assistant to the assistant regional manager none of that's going to fix anything it needs to start from Mara. i think that's what every single person on this line has said at at one point or another today, yesterday, the day before, for the last five years, for the last time since he's been in charge, I think we we all see it and it just gets to a point where you just hope that there is enough 
and, and you hope that last night is enough to push somebody to do something drastic. And and again, I I, I don't want to place the right wrong person on it. Dan C. Shakes, whoever it was, E. L. R. P. It, it, J. Rock. It needs to all be changed. Taking one or two just, persons and making them the scapegoat. Out. And 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 trying to just say, okay, we're gonna fix a few things and make it better. That's not going to help or work. It needs to be an entire overhaul. And whether that be players and coaches, it definitely needs to be coaches. Uh, again, the player aspect is something I think we can beat our heads over, and we talk about these players week in and week out because it's the one thing that is a constant. It is the one thing that we have exonos. We have the great words that E mentions every single week, which is stats and facts, and those are shined on the players. And every week we can sit here and say, this player didn't do that, and this player didn't do this, and this player did do this, and if this player went out and did that, and if that player didn't go off sides, and that's all great, and it is actually the truth. And, it, and and there's no falsehood in a lot of the things that is said about these players. The problem is is that we put so much onus on something that I don't believe is 80-20. It is 100% 50-50 from a coaching standpoint to a player standpoint to relate into wins. We don't see teams go out there and consistently win with just good players or just good coaches. They have both. And they utilize both at the right times and I think we have just we have we have we have talked ourselves to we're pun intended blue in the face about these players and I think it is time we spend this narrative and and spend some more time on these coaches because those guys for whatever reason and for and it's not just the Giants but it works all over the league coaches get away with everything they get to continue their shithood of being a coach for years on years on years when quarterbacks and linebackers and cornerbacks and right receivers and running backs get two, maybe three years at the best to prove themselves. Coaches get decades, and then they still get second chances at proving they're shitty at their job. It needs to stop. Um, 33 minutes I want to discuss. I want to I discuss that, Joe. Um I want to discuss something you said where you said, I talk about stats and facts, and I thank you very much for that. Because I'm about to bring a stat and a fact from Hurt. Because normally when we talk stats and facts, it's either be we're victorious, so we're discussing, oh, this is with the time where he did that, that was a great call there, and this is what led us to that. Normally Giants fans were always talking about the times that are bad because that's what it has been. It's been a bad time for the last 10 years. But I want to talk about stats and facts on this. When your quarterback, right, throws an interception in the beginning of the game, everybody comes for his head. Oh, my God, look what happened. He threw it, staring him down. Fine. You always want to know what your quarterback is going to do to make up for that, or did that interception cost him the game? Because there's interceptions all around the league. One guy's not just throwing them. Patrick Mahomes has seven of them in the last eight games. So let's talk about it. He throws an interception in the very beginning of the game. At 334 in the third quarter, 
he didn't have to make up for his mistake because the defense made up for it for him. And they gave him a chance to make it up. They got a turnover. So that means we're plus one now evened up with the with the Chiefs at 334 in the third quarter. You know what our quarterback does? The ball and drives it down in the next three minutes and 37 seconds and gives us the lead with 14.53 to go in the fourth quarter. He overcame his mistake. And that is what we look for. But now look at what the problem was. You can't beat your coaches. You can't beat the players. And this is what Shakes was alluding to about shooting yourself in the foot. The Giants have too many mistakes on too many levels to overcome. That is a fact. They have too many mistakes to overcome on too many levels. I just gave you the stats. A quarterback should not have to be better than his head coach. He should not have to be better than his defensive players making mistakes. And last but not least, he shouldn't have to be better than the referees making bad calls as well. That game was the epitome of a bad team playing against a team that looks a little bad trying to play better football. Little tiny mistakes add up to a snowball effect and cause us losses. As LRP eloquently put it, it was a new way to lose. And Joe Judge has exposed himself as a loser. Jason Garrett has always been a loser. Patrick Graham, I have no problems with. In the last two weeks, you have closed my mouth, but your undisciplined players on defense and our undisciplined players on offense was too much for our quarterback to overcome. So people will look at him and go, he threw an interception. Okay. And they took the 7-0 to lead. Okay. But he also threw the touchdown to put us ahead late in the game in the fourth quarter. So let's not act like he didn't overcome his mistake. But this team is so bad on so many levels that you can't overcome any mistakes. And that's what makes us pathetic. That's what makes us horrible, and that's what we're seeing. But that's what most coaching staffs are fired for. But when your GM and your owner are worse than the people on the field, this is the product that we see. Stats and facts. Facts. And I just want to um I I I wanna talk about that for a minute and and you Daniel Jones is gonna be the topic of our talk. And and thank you. Uh, uh, sorry, Steve. I, I was away from the. the no, no, you go. Cool. No, I'm away to you. No, knock it out, baby. Because I want to. I want to touch on that for you too, please. Well, then here's what we'll do. I'll, you you were patient. You take the floor. Say exactly what you want to say, and I will follow up on you. Follow up. Well, on I, you I appreciate know. that, and I'm gonna keep it under thirty seconds. And I promise you that. 
I mean, first, you know, it's, the thing is, it's it's not necessarily it's the surface, it's the situation that we're in that bothers me, and I agree with Shakes. It's the continuance of staring down. Interceptions happen, yeah, 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 but the continuance is rather disturbing. The timing, hmm. So no, it doesn't just come down to one play. We, you know, not not the Zimenez play, not the other play. But when some when I see some player making the same continuous mistakes, late mistakes that go long back before then, I'm extremely concerned. So I'm gonna go ahead and go on the record. I'm on the record, okay? I'm just telling you this, man. I, I, I no matter how much I might want to see something, it's called the barrage or whatever, man. I don't care. I'm not in the desert. Okay, I know my eyes are not lying to me. Okay, so I'm just going to say this, man, this, and I'm going to close with this. This little poem right here. Excuses are tools of the incompetent, used to build monuments of nothing and bridges to nowhere. Those who use them seldom amount to anything. Therefore, there are no excuses. Excuses. Got to stop staring down receivers, and I'm going to leave it at that, and I'm done. Mm. Of course, you got to do that with 26 minutes left in the live an hour left in the recorded session. You couldn't do it at the end. It would have been awesome just to end there. But that's OG Steve for you. <laughs> He's awesome. He's my man. Uh, 914-205-5796. That's the number to call. Uh, a number one if you want to join, or you can just sit back and listen to us talk about New York Giants. Again, I, I did say we were going to go over week eight and go over some of the week nine stuff like we normally do. But with Monday Night Football being Giants football, you knew we were going to be Giants all day. Um, the to me, we could get away from the big picture, um, the head coaches who needs to fire, everyone needs to go. We could go back to the X's and O's of this game. And I think the biggest play to me was made by a defensive, play, by a defensive player on the Kansas City Chiefs who decided that a five-yard holding call was going to be better than the result of the play if he did not hold him. Uh, that was the defensive holding on, I believe, oh, was that Slayton? Uh, over the top. Was it Ladarius I think so. Um, it, it, it was late in the game. Uh, Daniel Jones throws a beautiful pass over the top, and, and, and even with the hold, it was just right fingertips out of the hands of the receiver. Um, to me, that's the biggest play of the game. We're talking X's and O's, and we, and we talk about, you know, what can change a game. This is a game that one big play breaks it for the other. Uh, I think – a big play there, um, a big play by the Chiefs, and I think the, the Giants would have just been dead. They never got either, and I think there was a time if he does if that that defender does not hold him, that pass is a no. He's not even looking at the receiver. He's putting it in a bucket where the receiver's supposed to be. And goddamn, for once, twice, maybe five times that night, he put it in a bucket. And if he didn't get held which the defender made a a snap decision. I'm going to get my ass beat or I'm going to hold this guy and I'm going to take this five-yard penalty. And he took the five-yard penalty. And defensively, that's what the Chiefs have to do to win games, especially like this, because most teams aren't going to be one big play away from beating them just like that, um, where that changes the outcome. A lot of teams are just going to beat them in general. But that to me right there is the biggest play. Now I understand, you know, you could you could finite it with the interception and being there, 
All you can also look at it is Patrick Mahomes knew that he had the offside, so make that throw. It's an ill-advised throw. It's not like you don't see the corner there. He breaks beautifully on a ball that wasn't thrown right. I, I So it, we can blame it on Pat. We can blame it on whatever. It, again, that is what it is. It's a finite decision, and I understand the fi- the finality of that play being the end-all, be-all, and if X doesn't go off sides. But if X doesn't go off sides, are we 100% sure he still makes that football throw or play? Again, it's here or there. The decision to cause a foul defensively when you know you're going to get beat and sometimes you're going to get away with it and the, and the inability of these refs to make the right play call. Um, and they are making play calls to be honest. So for them to not get it right, um, it, it just really gets, it gets on my nerves. But to me, in the end, Daniel Jones had the opportunity uh, to throw a ball in a bucket and if his receiver would have been there, it would have been an 85-yard touchdown or 75-yard touchdown, I believe, uh, and, and it would have ended the game. I think it would have def- totally deflated the Chiefs. Uh, Giants defense is rolling at that point, uh, and they would have been on fire. So uh, a big play to me that I think gets underlooked is the defensive holding call um, there. Um, but, of course, you can always look back at the, the you know, um, the interception by Patrick Mahomes that gets overturned, the um, the – the play at the end, the miss, the, the mismanagement of the clock. Again, it's not as if Joe Judge is in in the league of his own. In that, uh, we the, the coach on the other side, infamous and still infamous for mismanaging clock and and Reed, uh, Dallas and them uh, still got the victory, but mismanaged the clock still in the game. Um, the Saints the same way. Um, what they had what. Under two minutes, so the clock keeps running, and they throw the ball twice and incomplete it and stop the clock with Trevor Simeon. You have Alvin Kamara. So those things, it's not as if Joe Judge is the only one who makes dumbass mistakes. He just continues to do them consistently. Um, the thing is, is at that point, uh, to me, looking at all of uh, Joe Judge's mistakes, there's still an opportunity to win the game with a minute and seven left and Daniel Jones just doesn't get it done. I think the only takeaway, again, the only person who really hurts from this is Daniel Jones because I think everything else we've all talked about was expected to happen. And I think a lot of us, myself included, and I, and I know a lot of people said, and I've heard this time and time from every single person, I knew we were going to lose. I knew throughout this game it was going to be a loss. Uh, I honestly didn't have, obviously, the faith of, you know, uh, an elite quarterback going down, but a minute and seven, that Chiefs defense not playing the way that they played the previous 57 minutes, 58 minutes. I I really thought a minute and seven, Daniel Jones could make some happen, get down there, get a field goal, and take them to overtime at least. Um, so I think that's the biggest letdown to me is Daniel Jones in that situation um, because I think I had been. I had been turned into the way that I thought. I think still he is a good quarterback. Don't think he can be great to maybe even franchise material because I think even if with the mistakes and the problems and Joe Judge and, and Garrett and that offense, you got a minute and seven, your team now, third year in, your offense, you go down and you at least get a field goal. And in my mind, that's a franchise quarterback. You could still lose in overtime. You could still whatever. 
But in my mind, he's a franchise quarterback, and I think that failure to me is the biggest thing player-wise from the game because I think everything else expected from the coaches. Uh, we'll start um, with whoever feels that I was completely wrong in that assumption. I agree. Unfortunately, I agree. You know, and the thing is this, it's just like the thing is this, I just don't, I see a lot of things that haven't changed, man. I mean, it could have been a lot more interceptions, you know, there that just didn't happen. I mean, it's a lot of ill and stuff. I mean, he has on script, I don't really think he's much better person. I just don't like his off script stuff. I just don't really, tr- I don't really trust it, man. I just, you know, I mean, I just don't. Like, he didn't even pitch the ball. His decision to hold the ball instead of pitching, you know, the book, that's fucking ridiculous. That was just stupid. I really, like I said, all the time, I tried to be rude, but I really questioned how intelligent Daniel Jones is. I really do. And I know, I mean, a lot of hurt a lot of people's feelings and all that shit, but I'm going fuck all the women the goddamn record, man. This is not about fucking feelings. I'm trying to win fucking football games. And I've played football my whole life, and I know that, I don't see him making nobody else better, let alone getting better. You know, he cut the, in, the, the turnovers down a little bit better. And it's not, clearly, it's not, he's not solely the reason we lost, but he's definitely a part of the shit. You know, we could have won the game. We could have won the fucking game. You know, and, it, you know, it came down to a couple bonehead fucking penalties as to why we didn't. But there's a lot of plays that just be left on the thing all the time. Receivers be open. He just be missing people all the time and shit like that. Man, I'm not, not going to go through everything because I know what my eyes see. It ain't that. It's just a simple, mad thing. It's just not fucking that. You can try to make it all you want and all that shit, but it ain't that. And I want it to be there, too. I want it to, but I'm not going to sit here and lie to my goddamn self. I'm not going to do that. So it's going to be whatever it is. I'm still going to be a Giants fan regardless. I want him to win. I want to work for the win. Shit. Look, and, and people can say all they want and, and all this other stuff. And, and and people ask me all the time, franchise quarterbacks, you know, can they win Super Bowls? Yeah, Joe Flacco. Yeah, Trent Dilfer. Not, you know, non-franchise quarterbacks can win you a Super Bowl, one Super Bowl. But guess what? <laughs> You got to have probably one of the best all time to win Defense. Super Bowls with non-franchise quarterbacks. And and I, I'm not saying that, you know, it, it's impossible. Of course, those you those are the only two because those are probably the only two you can think of that are non-franchise guys that have won Super Bowls. Um, but those, oh. it can have, but you need to have, you know, exponential amount of talent you need to have head coach defensive coordinator offensive coordinator exponentially better than everyone else and 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 those things around to win a super bowl with that kind of guy that's not there in new york with the giants you need eli to get rid of them with win the games like that eli was a coach on the field too and that's what i'm saying he called the bullshit, exactly. put people in the right position to help people count below man eli win fucking games like that Yes, yes. Eli had a, Eli had what forty some ah, you know comebacks what? in the Nacho. fourth quarter and over. I got I got I got to intercept, and I'm not even going to intercept for nobody else's comments. I'm just going to talk Holy about shit. what I said because that shit burns me up. But I'm not going to get into it. If Joe Judge, Nacho, I'm going to go into my team and what I see. Right? If Joe Judge 
doesn't fuck us up and at least has two timeouts, because he should have had that. He should have had that. With a minute and seven seconds to go, with two timeouts, I would be all over this subject. More than white on rice, or would you turn it brown? I would be all over this thing. But at that point, before we ever got to that point, we already had counted this game, those of us that thought we had a chance to win it, because 99.8% of the people on this phone and in Jesus' name knew we was just going to get blown out in this game. It may be been a handful of us that thought we could win this game. So I don't understand the disappointment of all the naysayers that felt we was going to get crushed even before the season started when we read off the season schedule. This game was a loss in the minds of the people. Okay? So, once again, reverting back to the game, before he even got the ball, when Kansas City kicked that field goal, we all knew it was over. Eli Manning did not come in the back of nobody's mind. It all boiled down to see this is why Joe Judge, yada, 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 he announces the world and the people. Okay, we all knew it was over. So to see him go through that horrifying minute and seven seconds didn't really mean much to those of us that's just in real, real time. Nobody's winning this game with Daniel Jones with a minute and seven seconds with no timeouts, with Jason Garrett's plays and that offensive line being offensive at that time in the game because we all knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming. I got receipts at the time that it happened, and I sent them to everybody. And everybody else got receipts with me, the announcers, everybody. So I don't get that part, and that's not my handle. I'm just making a statement of what we all knew, and it wasn't because of what he's not. It's because of what this team isn't, and we already understood what Joe Judge put him in. Give him two timeouts, naturally, and my conversation will be different for you, my brother. Give him no timeout, and that shit ended the moment that he kicked the field goal. That's all I'm saying. So I don't got nothing and, against and, nobody. And, and, you know, nobody got to 60 minutes, so it ends at yeah. one point. But I'll tell you this. I was one of those people on the phone before the game saying, we got this, we should, we can be able to win this game. Mm-hmm. And clearly the defense showed up and did yeah. it. Yeah, me, you, me, you, and so, and The and, rest of the world knew we was losing the game. Yeah, and, and there's an extensive <laughs> Nacho Average Tuesday where I believe I, I said, and then I think on Thursday and Wednesday and Friday and then also Monday show, I believe I also said yeah. uh, this defense is absolutely shitty and I believe the Giants yeah. should win. I also put money yeah. on the Giants down, to win um, because I, I, I totally anticipated that no matter how bad Joe Judge, no matter how bad Jason Garrett, no matter how bad Patrick Graham want to fuck this shit up, no matter how bad people want to make boneheaded plays and get dumb penalties at the wrong times, this Chiefs defense is just that bad. And for 59, 58 minutes and 53 seconds, they absolutely were that bad. They were. There's no doubt about it. Nobody can sit here and sugarcoat it. They were. And look, I, I get it. But I just went on a no, soliloquy no, that a franchise not so. quarterback. No, when your offensive coordinator is worse than the Chiefs' defense, you don't get it. Our offensive coordinator is worse than the Chiefs' defense. Yeah, it, yes, you don't that, get it. it. Yes, and you were you were winning and then tied 
and then had a minute and seven seconds to get a field goal to take it in overtime. My whole point was a franchise quarterback will get you a field goal. They will get you a field goal no matter who's your quarterback, no matter who's on the team with them, no matter who's coaching them, all of that. That's why I said non-franchise quarterbacks need everything you just said he don't got. A head coach, an offensive coordinator. This is a guy that needs all of that to help him win a football game. And this is a guy that named 30. And I can name 28 teams in this league that has that problem. 28 of them. I don't know, but you can't blame you. I don't know if you can blame the entire offensive coaching staff on 28 teams losing right now. That's the point I'm trying to mention is that I get it. The kid is great. And I said, he's a good to great quarterback. He's just not a franchise guy because that good to great quarterback can, can do again. Look, that, that good to great quarterback is going to get you games. He's going to look good to great and elite sometimes in a game, but with the timeout thing, miss me with that a minute and seven seconds. Third year, there is no doubt in my mind that I that he was going to get you a field goal. I don't care. I wasn't on the phone. People weren't able to hear me. I didn't text anyone. I'm sorry. But when I, I saw 20 to 17, a minute and seven seconds, I said, Joe Judge is a fucking idiot. He fucked up with the timeouts. But guess what? Daniel Jones can get him 40 yards, get him in field goal. Graham Gano's 58 yards long. I trust the guy. He can kick a field goal. He misses the field goal. That's on Graham Gano. That's not on the motherfucker Daniel Jones. He got you in position. So I was ready to sit here today and go, man, Graham Gano made the kick to take him in overtime. They lost. Or he got the game-winning touchdown. I was ready to say those things because that's what I was anticipating from Daniel Jones. He didn't do that. And then I, I have to say, to me, he cannot be a franchise quarterback because, again, it's inconsistent. That is a thing, bro. But, but it's, it, you on. just need to do that for me. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And here's the thing, bro. And, and you write about that, but it's like your lens is going off a lens that Thank you've been watching. Amen. And that's why I said he doesn't do career. Thank you. And life. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, when, when you look at Aaron Rodgers, even when you go back to Brett Favre to me, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know if you agree, but my thing is, you know what I'm saying, you always seen this a minute and seven seconds to go. My quarterback should take him down the field. And exactly. 20 years. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Hold on. But here's the thing, right? And I'm not even blaming Daniel. And he is at fault because he shouldn't have took that sack. I will say that. But my thing is, we don't have what you have, bro. We don't have an offensive line that's going to step up and say, okay, I can't let this man through in this point in time, bro. Okay? You have that. We don't. All right? Okay? Mm-hmm. You have a motherfucking wide receiver, a dynamic motherfucker that's making pro bowls and shit. And Top three. And shit. Top okay? three. All right? You got that shit. Don't. 
Okay? And he doesn't get it. So, yeah, it, it's easy for you to look at it in the lens and say, oh, he should have motherfucking took him 40 yards down the field and got him a field goal. Yeah, he should have if he had everything that y'all had. And that's not me just defending this motherfucker, but that's just and we all know you ain't defending nobody. We all know. We all know. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Just Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, OG, hold on. I I let you go. Go on. That's the facts of it. Okay? So you can look at it in the lens. He should have done that shit. But why is he sitting there fucking running for his life back there? The same as Eli was doing the same shit. Thank you, Lord. The light has been shined. Thank you, Lord. Only on you, Shakes. I don't care about nobody Hold else. Well, that's, no, where, that's where the Christ play calling comes into play. Listen, line, bro. That's where the play calling comes into play. We do have a makeshift line. I don't think anybody can deny that. But that's where the play calling comes come. into play, too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But here's my point, oh, and I'll get out of the way, because I see I want to get in the way of Eve Kelly, but here's the thing. you got to have you got to have pocket awareness, though. He took the fucking sack. Yeah, the line broke down, but you fucking took the sack. That's what makes you that much really yeah, You got your little athletic party, motherfucker. You saw him coming, bitch. You ain't on the goddamn bus stop. I'm tired of looking at that shit. Yes, the fucking line broke the fuck down. Fucking sit there. Let me ask you a question after OG. Uh, no, I feel good. I'm done. So okay. You, you come now, I'm done. Now, 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 hold on. on. <laughs> oh, oh, no, hold on. Check it out. OG, this is a testimony to you. Five years ago, your voice shocked my eardrums. I said, who is this man, this quarterback like this? He got to be 6'11", 385, and his body has to have it mantium in. The way he's yelling into the ball. I got to see this dude. Now, we're not saying, you, 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 you know, you're 6'10", 11, you still the size you are, and you do have it mantium. And I've grown to love you, you're my big bro, and all those things. I remember Shake saying to you, and y'all got into a straight debacle when he says, what the fuck do you want him to do? He's running for his fucking life. Every play, he's running for his fucking life. You said, I don't care, and I don't want to hear that shit. I said, hold up. He's really dismissing this man running for his life to make it happen when we know who Eli Manning is? We know who Daniel Jones is. Get him alive. You want to see him win? You don't want to talk about him at the end of games? Get him what he needs. Man, listen, nobody's denying that. Man, I'm not denying that. All I'm saying is you got to know the situation and you got to have pocket awareness. Oh, gee, I heard this from you five years ago. He don't I heard this from you five years ago. You don't see the motherfucking rush. That's a problem, dude. That's a fucking listen, problem. Throw the ball away. I heard you same words five years ago. They don't, brother, listen. I'm with you. It's not going to happen. Okay. It's not going to happen. Okay, but those things are not synonymous. Yes, we need to improve the line. 
We got a lot of injuries and all that shit. There's no excuses. That's the situation. I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not denying the circumstances that we in, bro. Okay? That's the difference. I know. I'm saying at some point it's not about excuses. It's about you got to deal with and adapt, motherfucker. Damn, you got to at least know what the fuck is going on around you. You can't you take a, a shot in that situation. You can't. Can't do it. But, but, the well, question, my question man. is this, right? Because I, I watched the game over. You know which down he took sacks on? I'm, I'm just asking since we here talking, right? Because in the third hour, I'm going to get crazy. I'm just being cool right now. So, you know what downs he took the sacks on, right? I don't remember. My memory definitely ain't that good. Okay, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I might knock him. I'm on that still will. He took the sack on third down. Would you like to know how many seconds was on the clock when he hiked the ball? 25. I don't know who the culprit is that. This it's the whole thing did not but, run but, but let me like just say this. Man. If we have timeouts, right? Hold on. I'm just I'm just saying what helps a player do coaching because that's the reason why you have coaches, because there's supposed to be a job that's done, right? There's a reason why you have a line, because there's a job that's supposed to be done, even though we haven't seen it in ten years, so it doesn't matter. There's a job. Everybody has a job. When everybody's not doing their job, it's easy to point the finger at one person who probably did their job worse. And it always goes on the guy who stands at the number one spot. And I'm with you. I know what we don't have in Daniel Jones, and I know what we do have. I know what we do have and what we don't have. And like I said, I don't like being gentlemen. I, yo, nobody but does, brother. And I can guarantee you, But we do have enough talent here that we should be winning fucking football games. So I put that on the coach. Can they stay healthy? I, really I, I thought, thought, yo, I thought the about the day. same shit last Can night. they stay healthy? Yeah, man, I'm not listen, even trying to get him in. I hate this gentleman. But I can't put that shit on him, man. I, I'm with what, you what, on that. So though. then, so I'm then, so then, I'm, OP, I'm Okay, so let me ask the, my beloved brothers a question. I heard you all say we all hate Dave Gettleman, right? We all got that out there, mm-hmm. but we cannot put losses on him due to injury. So here's my question. No. Okay, hold on. Is he back here next year, OG? I mean, it depends. I don't, I, yeah, I think he is. I think the fall guy is going to be Jason Garrett. No, for you, for you, for you. Is he back here for you? No, I you mean, okay? listen, I don't, listen, I ain't there to tax the office, so, yeah, he's back here. Why the fuck not? Okay. Who else is there? He, 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 yeah, he's okay. He let, the, he let whoever the fuck else is running the office. He, I mean, we did okay. I'm all right. Shit. He, he, you know, yeah, we got real quick. Look. So, excuse me, sorry, gentlemen, I'm I'm going to start muting people here in just a second. Please calm down. Uh, We got about 40 seconds uh, for the end of the live segment, Uh, 914-205-5796. If you want to listen into the recorded session that you won't be able to hear unless you download it tomorrow, um, I I will get into that question. We will actually restart that and get everyone's live real thoughts on that question going into the the record hour, again, 914-205. Five seven nine six a shakedown. Not your average Tuesdays. We are talking Giants football again. I know it's a little bit overboard. We do a little week eight, week nine. Um, 
most of the time, but Monday night football, big game, um, I think for both teams. And it was definitely a, a, a huge loss that could have been a win in a lot of people's eyes for the New York Giants. We are in the recorded session. I will start from the top. Um, the question at hand E that, that E proposed to everyone was, will Dave Gettleman be the general manager going into the 2022 season? Um, uh, Steve, we kind of got your answer. You said no. I'm not, no, I'm saying saying yeah. I, no, no, no. First of all, I didn't really know if he's asking me what I think that we should do or what. Yeah, well, I'm asking what you would do. No, yes, yes, yes. We are asking. Yeah, I'm, I'm personal, talking on personal each, levels right now. Yes, yes. Each gentleman on personal levels. Yes, it will, we'll get in this. So it, it will be each person's personal opinion. A lot of persons there. Uh, on Dave Gettleman being the GM in 2022. Steve, we'll start with you, and then we'll go down the list. Listen, I don't – listen, players play. Even players will tell you that, man. We got coaching issues, okay? We ain't got personnel motherfucking issues. Stop the bullshit. We was all motherfucking excited coming this goddamn year. So don't stop hunting, hunting, man. I ain't got time for that shit. If there's somebody out there better than sober, the fuck be what? I don't give – I ain't catching this motherfucker. But let's not be real. He gave us enough, okay? The motherfucking coaches and the players didn't get that shit done. We didn't have the right leadership, you know, man, motherfucking players on the field, you know, but the players are not without blame either. So does Dave Gentleman come back? Yes, because we got to attention our motherfuckers put our attention elsewhere, period. So, yeah, man, get you really bum-ass coaches and, and some players. Mm-hmm. Shakes Montana, you were next on the list. Personal, personal feeling on sh- on your grandpappy, is that what they call them? Uh, Absolutely. Dave, Get- Dave Gettleman being the general manager in 2022. You know, I can agree with OG where it's like he bought the talent and gave us a lot of compensation and all that. And, you know, looking at it really regardless, you know what I'm saying, even though he spent a lot of money and shit, like, we in good shape with the short-term deals and all that other shit. Like, we in good shape. We still got we got money. You know what I'm saying? So, it ain't leave us fucked up here. But with all that being said. Oh, with all that being said. What did I walk in on? He sure did leave us fucked up. Get him, man. Who are you talking about? Hey, Rock, Rock, Rock. Let, let him, let him finish, J-Rock. Y'all, y'all get let him finish, bro. <laughs> this is my shit. Let him. Yo, J-Rock, please let this man finish. Please. So, please. please. Yeah. I don't know what I just walked in on, so I'm going to need to hear Yo, just, just let him finish. Hey, yeah, we, will, we will catch you up to speed, bro. That's what happens when you go in and out pause like you in some sex. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Just hold on. I got you guys. Just hold on. Finish up shakes, and I'll catch everyone up, sir. Thank you. All right. All that being said, personal and I think reality, business-wise, it's going to happen that this dude steps down. And the reason why is because something has to change. And it cannot, if you sit there and say, okay, we fire the coaches, but we leave the GM. So now he brings in another GM, and now you're going to wait for him 
to finish up the job with that coach? No. No, 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 no. So all of that shit get cut off. The head, all of that shit, body falls. So in order for judge and all of them to go, Gettleman has to go too. We need a whole new regime. And I think that is the route we go with the way shit is going right now. They're going to ask Gettleman politely step down, which he will, and he'll retire. And then we will hire somebody else. Preferably, my preference is Lewis Reddick. But okay, that is thank you. my personal shit. Okay, thank you. So thank you for your um, – real quick, thank you for that. Again, the – the added of who your personal preference is, is is not warranted. You don't need to go into that. That is a discussion we can have for another day. The the question he presented was, how do you personally feel personally about Dave Gettleman being the 2022 general manager for the New York Giants, ending the season and beginning the next season as a general manager? Um, we will go to LRP, uh, and then we will go to J-Rock, then E, and then we'll open the floor to, uh, we may even get into that discussion that, that Shake so eloquently put at the end of his, which may spark up some more debate. But uh, LRP, your personal personal opinions, 2022 GM Dave Gittleman, is he with you or is he not with you? Shit, he ain't with me now. He ain't the motherfucker for 2021. <laughs> I should have been gone. What the hell is Shakes talking about? Talk, he bought us the talent. He bought you ain't bring us shit, bro. Nah, he scapegoat. I'm talking about let the coaches go. You got to let him go. Why does he go last? No, his name is first on the marquee. You understand me? Off with your motherfucking head first. He the whole. And then you scapegoat him like he going to politely. No, you let his ass go right now. Nah, bro. What are we doing here? Well, LRP, really quick, to let you know where that conversation was presented from, because he will never have to ask that in his lifetime, because we all know where I stand. But OG said, I don't like Dave Gettleman, but he has given us enough to win Mm -hmm. football games. And Shake said, you know what? I was thinking about it, and I already know what the fuck that means. You understand? When I hear him say, but I, I never about said it. I wanted him to stay either, though. I never said I, I no, 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 to no, 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 no. We ain't going that far, OG. We're not going that far. Yes, yes, we're not going that far. We're not winning. OG, I'm only reiterating the situation. My name, I just wanted to clear my name up. Okay, you brought my name up. I'm going to say my piece. Don't It's not a clearance fee. It's not LRP. OG. It's not a clearance. I just wanted to make sure it was LRP. That's all, bro. I just want to make sure my statement was kept. We're talking over each other. If we let the person finish, then I will will most definitely let someone rebuttal if their name is brought up. So let's let them finish, and then I will let whoever's name is brought up rebuttal or say anything they want to say to clear the air. Let's stop walking over people. We're better than that. We're all good. Um, But we are in the recorded session, so it's not live. It's not crazy, but... uh, Let's pause. What I was saying OG Steve, is that. Let, let, let's let OG Steve clear what he wanted to say without anybody stepping on him, and then we'll move to J-Rock and his personal, personal opinion. 
No, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm done. So I, I, just want, I just wanted to say it wasn't like I was trying to say the man should leave. I mean, personally, like, I was just saying, like, I just wanted him to be the scapegoat as far as the equipment. The players, I, mean, I bring it on the coaches, and the players got to get it done. But, I mean, yeah, I don't like Dave Gettleman. That's why I opened my comment by saying I don't like Dave Gettleman. But he does. He did give us enough to win. Do I, I mean, if it came down to me, you know. Well, he didn't. There's no yeah, fucking yeah, line there. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 We're t- <laughs> I get it. We're we're we're, we're getting it. J Rock. Anything no, to say? No. Per- Wait. No. First, no. It, no we're it, not leaving it there. We're, we're not leaving it there. there. LRP. We're not leaving it there. But we have not finished the start of the discussion. We're not jumping around and tangenting real quick. We're trying to stay on topic. What the topic is? Uh, J Rock has not had a chance to answer the topic at hand. Let him answer that topic. He will be the second to last before E. Then we will let LRP destroy everyone's, and then we will continue. Is that cool? <laughs> J-Rock. Anything to say? That's cool, man. Um, <laughs> in my opinion, Dave Gettleman needs to go along with his coaching style. Um, is that going to be reality? Of course not. The scapegoat is going to be Dave Gettleman because his record as a Giants GM is egregious and they have to do something. They're going to let Dave Gettleman go, just like Shakes. I agree with Shakes. They're going to let him go. Or he's going to step down. Force step down. And they're going to keep this coaching style because y'all beloved John Mara loves Joe Judge. Love him. So he's going to keep him. Because all the research he's done up to this point, he will keep this coach. Now, if it was me, and I'm bringing in a new GM, he has to have have the ability to, to pick his own coach. But this owner is too involved in shit that he shouldn't be involved in. And that's why Joe just stays. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, E, I think you said we're good, or, or, or do you want to answer that question as well? Of course. We all know DG is out of here. He's been gone before he ever stepped on the football field, got a key card, 30 in the car, 15 in the apartment, however he talked. I never wanted him. I never liked him, and I knew this was going to be the case. He lied about what he was supposed to do, and that's why everybody can talk shit about his quarterback that he picked. Not only is that his quarterback, right, but we just support him. He didn't do nothing about the offensive line that he discussed in every show that you hear before the show starts, okay? He didn't do anything he said he was going to do. We have players to win, okay, that's because of their talent. But what good is making a bowl of cookies if you don't have the fucking spoon to stare at the ingredients? We're insane once again. Here comes our insanity. You have to have these things in order to win football games. We don't have them. We get excited 
for a 189-yard loss. We get excited or for a 405-yard loss. We get excited when the defense doesn't give up the points, but the offense ain't clicking. We get excited when the offense is scoring, but the defense just couldn't hold them in the end. What insane babble bullshit are y'all not understanding? We have been repeating ourselves for the last 10 years. And I'm going to say it over and over. It's funny to me now because I sat down one night and cried about it. Yeah, fuck okay? I'm sorry. Ten years, Dave Gettleman is no better than when we had Ray Hanley, okay? Mm. And them boys. The same dude that allowed Gino to go before Eli. The same dude. Same dude that allowed that shit to take place. Same dude that sent Eli off in the early goddamn retirement. Your boy shit. Your God. Talk on it. You going to say his name last? So 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 as we as we get to the end of that one, I want to continue what LRP was discussing, and I cut him off. And there was comments made about Dave Gettleman giving the right pieces. Shakes, Steve, I, I think that was one of you clearing your thoughts. You will have the opportunity in just a moment. I promise you. Mm-hmm. LRP, everything you want to say about Dave Gettleman giving or not giving the proper utensils at players because he also is in charge of hiring and firing coaches but at the player level did he or did he not and i already know your answer but i want to make this clear for everyone listening did he or did he not do what he needed to do at the player level as a gm no he did did not he did not there's still no line you got rid of odell before you even got off the plane you Replace everyone, cause people to fucking leave because you hired dumbass coaches that first wanted them to smile and be nice and say thank you and please to another motherfucker or the first dude who was saying um and completely batshit crazy staring into the daggone camera. And then another dude that said please and thank you, that was going to be our mantra, to another dude that said now we're going to be tough, we're going to be gritty. And you gave them absolutely nothing. Broken clock twice here and there. Barkley, i.e. Jones, but who knows? You know what I mean? Aziz, I like Aziz. But you got no line. You went full-blown paddy wagon on one side of the ball, and then you completely (laughs) ended up deficient in that category. I don't even know how that happened. You done traded away and made bad deals all up and down the fucking line for years. What is you talking about? I'm not just talking about. See, this is why we live in the news, 60-hour news cycle, because we forget shit. This ain't just this year. Come on now. All right. What are you talking all right. about? This is when he first got here. He's been an arrogant idiot ever since he got here. You know it. And you know it. Okay. Amen. Okay. Shakes. Shakes patiently waiting. Uh, letting the, the gentleman. Thank you very much, Shakes. I know. Your turn, sir. Um, rebuttal to those thank gentlemen you. that say he did not do anything, and then your reasonings on why you may believe he did do what he needed to do as a GM. Thank you, bro. 
And I'm glad that you take notice of my patience and just let these motherfuckers go. Because as soon as I say shit, motherfuckers cut me off. But <laughs> let's not go there right now, right? Let's not go there. You know I got to mute for Let's me. do this. Thank you. So let's do this real quick. J-Rock, real quick. I appreciate that you do agree with me on most part of everything besides the whole judge, Joe Judge thing. That's where I will disagree with you on is that with the things that has been going on, with your record, with a lot of it being your fault, there is no scapegoat for Joe Judge. So he has to go. And he will if this shit continues to be this way. That's what I disagree with you on. But everything else, you're perfect. LRP. You got a hard time of listening, right? Like, because I said you have to cut the head off and the body will fall. So I believe that in order for this change to happen with the coaching staff and all, I believe that you have to cut the head off, which is detriment, and he is gone. So you heard me wrong on that aspect. But let me get on to the meat and potatoes real of what quick. the fuck I'm really been waiting on. No, no real, quick. real quick. No. Just to no, rebuttal quick. what no. you said. I didn't say that no, I read no, you wrong. No, because I could have sat there and rebuttaled what you said. So let me go, and then you can go. No. Okay? All I right. didn't cut no off problem. nobody. Go ahead. go ahead. God damn it. Okay? So, <laughs> back to what I was saying, bro. Okay? What is wrong with you? is that you have your personal fucking gripe and don't see nothing else. You're blinded by your hate. You're blinded. Because all you can sit there and sit there and say is, because they did a line and traded away the star receiver that we had, which is bullshit right now. The dude looked like Bro, bro, Odell is playing right now? What's his name? Um, What's the motherfucker we hate so motherfucking bad? Fuck it, from LSU. He looks terrible, bro, okay? So you sitting there crying the river over this wide receiver, I'm asking that out, period. Now, the gripe about the offensive line is the only thing you can say. Because he gave you a quarterback, he gave you fucking wide receivers, he gave you running backs, he gave you tight ends, he gave you a fucking defense. When motherfuckers got hurt, he fucking filled them motherfuckers in with fucking named guys that we fucking knew. That we sit there and say, in recruiting process, yo, this kid is nice. 
see none of that. No, no, that's blind. That shit don't matter. None of that shit matters because he did not fix the line. And I agree. He did not fix the fucking line, which was the main mantra that he came in with. That is why I feel he got the fucking go. Because you lied to the people, to me, and you lied to the people. You told me that you were going to bring in hard mollies, and instead, quarterbacks are still running for their goddamn lives. Amen. So, so yeah, he got to fucking go, bro. He got to go. But don't sit there and say, oh, he ain't this nothing. Oh, he ain't sitting shit. He ain't getting shit. All of that is your hate on Yo. him, and it's blinding you. No, nope. five and ten. That's my shit, and I'm done. Okay, cool. So let me say this real quick. First off, I listen for a living, so you're on some bullshit right there. I always goddamn listen. I'm always listening. I'm listening when I'm listening to the show. I'm listening. I got, so I'm always listening. I listen for a goddamn living. That's first off. Second off, I wrote this shit down. Hold on. Let me go to my goddamn notes. <laughs> you are fucking tripping. Hold on. Let me wear my thing. There it is. So, second off, I, all I said was, why would you say his name last? And the phrase, the very triggering phrase that caused me to go off on all that shit that I just said before you so-called put me back in my place was, you said, if Judge got to go, because you say, I don't listen. If Judge got to go, then the ghetto pot got to go, too. That's what, That proves to you I wrote this shit down, because I don't even fuck call him that other name. He's a fucking ghetto pot. He's been sitting on the stove long enough. The cup has overflowed with boiling-ass water. So don't talk to me about what he's done, 6 and 10, 5 and 13, 2 and 6, 2 and 6, 2 and 6. Starting off two and six with three different coaching regimes. Get the fuck out of here. His name is First. That's why you're getting the victory off of But I'm telling you right now, you better put his fucking name first. And you ain't going to get away with all that bullshit you just told me. And lastly, my last note, first off, Odell got a whole fucking Martinez cross the line quarterback that he got going over and over there. He ain't no fucking Shane Falco. You know what I'm saying? So miss me with that bullshit that Odell is still Odell. He ain't getting a goddamn ball. One target, bro. One target. What are you talking about? He's wide open in every play. Watch the film. He's not motherfucker getting five targets a game. Man. What? Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. He got five targets a fucking game. He is washed up and he's done. Nah, I'm jumping straight on then. After no, that. No, Hold no. on. Nah, he didn't do that. He didn't say that while I was on this phone. I'm gonna let y'all yeah, go I and did. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I nah, did. you ain't you ain't you. No, you didn't. You you made yeah, it something else. You yeah, you, you did that. Hey, so, I'm so, do hold on. I just got one request. Can I get one request into Brother Nacho? Nacho, you there? Yes, sir. Can you, can you please reference to me either OG or OG Steve, man? No Steve thing played, bro. Okay? That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Seven years on the show, ain't nobody just called me Steve. Please don't start that today. That's all I'm asking. OG, please. Thank you. <laughs> the Giants got I'm done. They're silly. 
with a wide open OBJ or wide open Jarvis Landry uh, or both of them wide open at the same time. Um, Whenever you so, run, I'll go. So whatever the onus <laughs> on that wants to be. Um, but, you know. Baker Mayfield ruining careers out there. If that's if that's you know if that if that's the if that's the consensus, I mean that's what it's going to be. Is is it is what it is at this point? Uh, the oh, man you is. Don't is see been, these players? I, I do. I mean, I, I see. I see what's going I'm on. I, what are you talking about, man? Hey, what? No, no, no. The the statistics are of a player who is definitely not at the top of his game. Um, th- th- let's not deny that. Um, so we will we will stick with washed, that. Though. It just means uh, that he's. That doesn't mean he's washed. So yo, yo, I love this dude so much, yo. Yo, Stop when, I, when, when, ball, Nacho, when it's my chance, up. please let me know. I, I will. So, so here, here's what we're gonna do now. Here's what we're gonna do now. We've got uh, all of us talking over each other, which uh, I don't like to do, which is something. Um, I know the audience hates from us, uh, especially if they're going to podcast it. Um, most people have gotten everything they want to say. He's been waiting patiently. He's been asking for his time. Either chosen one. We, we will just start it with you, and then we will go down the line because I want everyone's full disgruntled opinion or gruntled opinion on this man, Odell Beckham Jr., whose father is replying to posts on Instagram. OBJ is liking, you know, YouTube videos of Baker Mayfield not being able to see him wide open uh, for a better part of his whole career. Um, so is what we in the industry like to call washed up? Is OBJ washed up? Is it a product of the system? Is it both? Or is this a reach for a Giants fan to try to make a trade that was ill-advised because you don't sign him to trade him look that much better by calling him washed? prematurely one hell never he's not washed washed is what we saw Des Bryant looking like when he was actually getting more targets and was the main man in the situation hell no he not washed number one it's too much tape Pinacho you didn't say nothing wrong but you did it a disservice because you didn't emphasize something that I'm going to emphasize. It's not just YouTube tape. NFL.com, good morning football. He's everywhere with his disconnect, miscommunication, and misfiring of the football. He's hitting dudes in the foot. He's hitting dudes in the back of the helmet. They're talking about one of the most precise route-running wide receivers in the NFL when healthy or whatever. He's hitting the man in the back of his neck with the football. See, if we weren't seeing things like that, and you know what your eyes show you, I couldn't argue back. If he was just dropping passes, not caring, looking like, you know what, this dude don't got it no more, okay. But when your quarterback looks that abysmal, all that footage, all that footage is out there on him. Like, look at Baker Mayfield hitting Odell Beckham in the foot. Look at Baker Mayfield hitting Jarvis Landry in the back of the head. 
Look at Baker Mayfield. Has a wide open Odell Beckham and won't throw him the ball. Hey, Shakes, you about to love this part right here. Isn't that the same thing that they blamed Eli Manning for? Isn't that the reason why he, him and him, he got in beef with Eli Manning? Because he was wide open. Throw him no ball. We have an actual video of it in the front of Daily News two years ago, ladies and gentlemen. What that wasn't okay. I rest my case. I got it. You watch so something. got it. So so OG Steve. Um, no disrespect, my father's name is Steve, so I just I, I didn't put the OG just because it. No, you know. no, not intended, man. I appreciate you, bro. Uh, OG, 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 Steve, my man. You know how it goes. Um, your turn, my friend. Washed up, product of the system. Baker Mayfield is Listen. just trash. What's the problem? Listen, I ain't gonna say that man is washed up because we we already know the skill set. I don't really, you know. If his head is into it, Paul, I, I don't know. But the one thing I do know is the man got availability issues. So I don't give a damn about all that washed up shit. The best ability is availability, and he's been a problem. So I don't give a damn. He ain't my problem no more. I ain't worried about that. Y'all can have at it. My pressure is good. I'm going to keep it that way. Smoking my best, fuck the rest. Holla. J-Rup. Is OBJ washed up? Is Baker Mayfield pure trash? Um, yeah, let's yeah. not forget. Oh, J Rock did answer that. I meant to say LRP. I'm so sorry about that. Did LRP get in on it? Did I miss that part? Yeah, that's a two. Well, you, you, okay, so we all believe, except for Shakes, that he's not washed up and the man who's Shakes supposed don't to believe that. Shit. You know what? I, I'm not going to continue the conversation even further. All my fellow compadres said the things that I kind of want to say. I will just um, reiterate one thing and one thing only. Browns are fourth in the division and just lost to Big Ben. Um, so... What is Mayfield's stats, though? Uh, I don't know. They scored 10 points, so probably not good. Um, like, on the year, you mean? Or that game? <laughs> yes, on the year. Like, on the year. What's the stats on the year? Let me see. Doodoo, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just bad out today. Um, on the year, Dude, we are looking baby. at... We are looking at – oh, it's not giving me totals. 204 – oh. oh, sorry. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. You get 204. You go ahead. It looks like it's 204 attempts, 136 completions for 66.7%, uh, 1,699 yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions on the year. Uh, averaging 7.5 yards in attempt and is that yards per yards gained per pass completion? He's at he's at 66.7, but they have a yards gained they have a yards gained per pass attempt 
They have a yard ga- It's called yards gained per pass completion Passing yards Passing completed He is 12.5 on the year Per So every time he completes a pass He averages 12.5 yards on it But his average That's a bad stat for him Is 8.3 Yards gained per attempt is 8.3, and that's it. So what you're saying is that when he does get the ball, oh, there's a wide receiver. Sorry, it just it just it just it just really poked out of me. No pun intended, or, or whatever y'all pause. Uh, yeah, of the sack percentage is at its highest in all five years. Uh, his previous test was 7.1 before that. And then the first year in the league was 4.9%. Last year was 5.1%. This year he is at 9.7% sack percentage. Almost 10% of every every play, uh, of all of his plays, 10% of them is a sack. That's the number one percent. offensive line, right? That's the number one offensive line, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, that is that is the number one rushing offensive line. Um, semantical. Don't get some words twisted. You heard what you said. There's a reason why. Number one rushing offensive. Y'all didn't say that, bro. Y'all was saying he was. They was the number one. Want to hear that shit? Where's the where's the um where's the where's the Cleveland Browns offensive line rank? Since Shakes is just getting shot in the legs all day today. Judge has established his built his juice in the building when it comes to having a player already on the roster who ain't even nowhere near the damn team or in the country. If he can keep Nate Ebner here, I don't want to hear nothing about Julius Peppers. 
unless peppers take more money to go somewhere else. He can go, man. He can go. He can go just as quick as Nate Soda, as far as I'm concerned, man. He can't come. He's a liability. He's got to be playing him out of possession, man. Can't keep putting this man on no tight ends, man. We can't keep doing that. Like, ain't you seen enough of that? I, I'm, I'm, I've seen enough of it the moment I've seen it last year. My theory is this. Julius Peppers is not supposed to be 10 yards yeah, in back of the line of scrimmage. That is not his job. That is not his strength. He's not supposed to be there. Same thing like Landon Collins. Keep them where they are so, best at, in, down, and around the box. That's their strength. That's where they succeed. Keep them there. If we, if we have, I'm telling you, man, if Martinez and, you know, and Carter, we missed some defensive players. Our defense probably would have been top three again if we really could have stayed healthy. So we got some issues there. We lost some key players on our defense too, man, but – you know, the thing is, is, everybody loses players, man. And, I mean, we certainly have lost our share, but we're not – we're still not we, – we underperforming, man. It's just all the way around. It's just so much shit. It's just terrible time to be there. I mean, I Let me ask you a question, though, G. Do you think that we lost yeah. more key players on defense or on offense? I don't think – you know, we lost starters on offense, but how the fuck key were they? They were starting they were bombs. They weren't playing good. The fuck? Nobody playing superstar. Nobody playing superstar. We always have these projections. Oh, well, he kind of got a healthy. He's been doing this. Whatever. Now, let the motherfuckers want to do this. Why nobody doing this? So, Not yeah. Really. All, all, so you all, all right, OG. Okay. All right, E. I'm sorry. We got to do this. It's 16 minutes left. Let's get everyone's closing statement. OG CB, you're already going. So let's let you finish you know, it up. I don't got none, but I just, I just thank you for letting me chime in, man. Great show. Great to hear y'all voices, man. Keep your hands up, man. Fuck this shit, man. We're gonna stay true, but that's all we do. But we gotta be patient, man, because it's gonna be a minute before we get this shit together. So I'm a, I'm a ride with y'all, man, and uh, appreciate y'all and enjoy the show. Everybody, keep it safe, sexy, and sane. And I'll holler you on the other side. I'm out. One. Amazing. Thank you very much, OG Steve. Uh, let's go with. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the way the numbers. I gotta remember. Let's go with J Rock. J Rock, sir. Closing statement. Anything you'd like to say before we get on out of here? On this not so average Tuesday, that was not so average because it was very Giants dominated. When I try to keep it very NFL, so um, thank you guys so much for bringing the action, uh, taking a lot of of time, and and doing exactly what I needed everyone to do. Uh, but J Rock, uh, your closing statement, sir. No, I don't got too much, man. I appreciate the people coming out, especially people who downloaded this last hour, boom this hour. On to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, LRP, sir. Anything you'd like to get into? Anything you'd like to say before we move out of this Natural Average Tuesday on to uh, the rest of this beautiful week uh, for the shakedown and for everyone else? Nah, man. But uh, all that stuff in summary only tells you that the common denominator and the first domino that needs to fall that should have fell yesterday. But hopefully it falls during the bye. Gettleman, ghetto pie, ghetto turd, all those ghettos, Capricorn, let that shit go, pop on out of here. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how you do it. 
I don't care if you want to give them the respect and whatever, whatever. Me, me personally, I take the fucking shirt, pull it up over his head, round his back, and then put him down in the headlock and kick his ass out. That's what I would do because that's what he deserves. That's exactly what he deserves. He didn't retire. He didn't hire the coaching staff to come in and retire two motherfuckers. And then we ain't going to go all through all that. Y'all heard the jewels that have been dropped. And the diamond is get his ass out of here. John Mara, if you want to be the face of the franchise with your balloon head ass, you need to stop bullshitting. Stop getting, get out of your goddamn bunker. Stop being mad. All right, well, that's it, man. Fuck out of here, man. Fuck out there, John. Peace and love to the brothers. Y'all have a good night. Peace, sir. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Shakes, my friend. Um, We did not get into... Uh, your domination in fantasy. I'm sure you'll get into that sometime this week. I would love to know. Come on. Can't can't wait to know how much I lost by, which would be cool. Um, other than that, closing statement. I cannot wait to hear uh, your uh, your takes on the Raiders coming into town this week. Uh, coming up Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So uh, take the floor, sir. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, I'll do the fantasy um tomorrow on debate Wednesday, so I free to um put some time out for me to do that on his day on his show. But definitely tune in tomorrow, debate Wednesdays. I believe that's seven PM Eastern time. He likes to go on the God job. So make sure y'all join us then. Um and about my take on the um, Raiders, it's going to be a, uh, I'll, wait. I'll wait for that. But what is really crazy is my son, Henry Rose, catching that DUI and um, catching that body, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't I don't know what's going to happen with him with, with all that. Like, that's pretty crazy, man. No. No. You know, that's definitely going to be something that we're going to talk about this week. Yeah, man, that's pretty wild on some Dante Starburst shit. Locked, I remember that. He locked him up, bro. Yeah. He locked up right yeah, now. He done, huh? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's a, that's a, that is a long conversation for, for probably Thursday or Friday when a lot more information comes out. That was a topic that I did have on the docket, but with the lack of information, the severity of the of the uh, accusations right now and the severity of what happened. Uh, I didn't want to go into it until we have concrete evidence of, of what was going to happen to who and what was going to go down. So I'm sure we'll get more into that Thursday, Friday. Um, Eat a chosen one, my friend, sir. Oh, shakes. I'm sorry. Were you done? No, um, but yeah, you know, a great show. Not true. Everybody had good points. Everybody said um, how they felt and what was their feelings and right and wrong, whatever. So um, I respect everybody's opinion, but only go on mine. So that's it. That's my quote. 
Thank you, sir. Peace and peace. And then either chosen one, my friend, sir. Thank you. Um, anything you'd like to say uh, before we get on up out of here? Closing statement. And again, thank you for being Always. here. Holding Always down early superb, when I need though. it. No doubt. Always a superb show. We don't know what we don't know how to do nothing else except give the people everything they want, what they need, and some things that they need to just have on the side. It's like a good chicken meal. Get three pieces of chicken, and the dude in the store said, "You know what? I gave you five. And you look over and say, "My man, you feel me?" So that's what we like to do, man. And um, like I said, another tough loss for us. Um, heartbreaking situation where we need to be better. It's sad. Starts at the top. We all know that. Ain't nothing going to change till it really does change. And um, thank you for letting me be a voice. God bless the people, all the callers, all the listeners. Tune in tomorrow. Today, Wednesdays. Y'all know what time it is. You the chosen one from the Bronx. And last but not least, Shakes. <laughs> you crazy, bro. I just want to tell you that. <laughs> you crazy, bro. And that's, that's, that's a brotherly statement that's inside that we say to each other. When we just love each other and we don't know what else to say. So I love you all, man. Enjoy the rest of the night. Y'all know what time it is. I'm out of here. Show, keep doing your thing, baby. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Again, I'd like to say, if you're listening to this, that means you listened to Shakes Montana Mondays yesterday on the pregame show. If you haven't, go check that out. After this, you know, we got, like my man said, Black Freezy tomorrow. Can't wait to hear his take on the game. I can't wait to hear everyone bring their real opinions and debates on debate Wednesday, and then of course uh, Thursday, my man LIP and them free. With, uh, sorry, with the fantasy stuff, we got NBA, NFL, all that good shit. So let's not forget about that. And then of course you start Fridays. You still talking BMF and Baki and all that good shit? Or am I just you know I'm blowing smoke when I tell people that when we start these shows? E. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about BMF, I said, bro. I said, I said, I said hey, Friday, hey, you still talking Baki and BMF and freestyling and all that good <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'll be saying that when I start the hey. show. I want to make sure y'all still talking about that stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But that's that's no, always that. the last hour, though. I bring, I bring, I bring out just like us chopping it up about everything in the last hour. So it's always football. Of course, the NBA is back, so the NBA gets their love. But we, we yes, get into exactly. the Giants. We get the Pickums. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Since it's the last day before Sunday, and people need to change their picks 20 minutes before mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Exactly. So, exactly. So, so like I was saying, and, and on Friday, if you want to listen to everything that we talk about, go over some more shit, some sports stuff. NBA definitely a big topic on Fridays, and then of course all the other extracurriculars. BMF, like uh, Shakes was about to say, he can't wait to talk about, and then of course uh, the freestyling that you guys get into. The Baki, and then man, uh, one time, one day, I will call on Friday and know what you're talking about when you talk about BMF. Uh, but until that day, I'm just gonna have to be in the dark. Uh, but hey, I've watched you season three, and until y'all can talk to me about that, then y'all have to be in the dark. Um, so, boy, you gotta watch it. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, there's a lot of stuff I gotta watch. Um, I'm still, I'm still a a never seen season one episode one of power so as soon as i do that i'm sure a lot of people will hold my opinions on shows uh null and void um but 
uh, as we move forward. Uh, there will be a pre-morning uh, show on Sunday. Uh, I will host it. Uh, we will get it cracking uh, at 8 a.m. on the West Coast, 11 a.m. on uh, the East. Get you two hours before the game, and if we're feeling froggy, might leap into that third hour that's recorded maybe get into some games if anybody feels like it. Um, I just said that now, so I'm going to be held to that. Uh, we will be there. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys. Um, it'll be a jam-packed. We'll get into a lot of the Week 9 convo we didn't get into today. And then, of course, my brethren will get to hear my picks. Um, not that they care because I'm pretty bad at it, but they'll get to hear them anyway. Um, again, I love each and every one of you that calls. I love each and every one of you that listens continues to put the numbers up for this show. I, I did this cool little thing, and I went into it, and I've seen how international we are. So um, I, I love that. That's pretty cool. Um, to all the people in New Zealand who listen, uh, to all the people in, um, I think it said South America somewhere, holla, you know, hola and buenos dias. Um, y'all have a great night. Um, as As we continue this week, we will continue to talk about that topic that um, Shakes brought up and Henry Ruggs, um, but every single day um, on every single show, I think it is more important than ever to say, please, please, please do not drink and drive. Do not buzz drive. Do not have one and think it's okay. Have a designated driver, pay for a lift. Just do what you got to do to stay from behind the wheel because anything can happen at any given moment. And like, it's all taken away. I mean, I can't imagine what was going on in both those vehicles at that time. Probably fun. You know, maybe the guy was going to work or the lady was going to work. You'd have no idea. And in an instant, it's over. Let's just, let's just stay from, let's just, let's just stop. No more drinking and driving. Y'all have a great rest of the week. Pray for that, 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 pray for that, that person's family. Uh, Pray for that person's loved ones. Um, and I pray for Henry Ruggs that he he gets the punishment that he's due, but he learns from this mistake and, and, and can grow as a human being because it is a huge mistake because two lives were lost that day yet or early this morning. Um, I love each and every one of you, and I can't wait to talk to each and every one of you tomorrow. Y'all have a great rest of your night.